Good morning, evening, afternoon, or whenever the heck you're listening to this. Welcome back to a... This is a very special episode of Nerdin' Out. This is not a traditional episode where we talk about video games or movies or anything like that. We are nerding about nerding out about a very, I guess, a very masculine topic, I guess you could say. I guess, supposed to. Why, why do you got to bring masculinity in this? I don't know. People like to think of sports as a, as a very masculine thing. I... I don't. I, I mean, just, they think I like chess is a sport, and I don't think that's masculine at all. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Anyway, <laughs> joining us today, joining me, we have I have David with me. Nathaniel Hola. is not with us. He is, again. He is I like, killed him. I said that last episode. <laughs> that's right. No, I thought we said that he didn't want to resign his contract. Look, anyway. I have to have a cover story somehow. Continuity, man. Yeah, Continuity. I'm just saying. And. Um, yeah, so we have a very special sports episode today, and we have two. I have two of my very good friends joining us today. Uh, Matt is joining us again. Hi, hi from the uh, final space here. episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then we have another friend of mine who's making his his nerding out debut today. Tom entering the room. How's ring. it going? How you doing, Tom? Pretty good. <laughs> so we're all here. We're all sports fans, and more specifically today, we're talking about the NFL and the uh, the NFL draft, free agency, all that stuff. Uh, the NFL draft is coming up at the end of April, which is mm-hmm. just around, just almost around the corner. It'll it'll yeah. fly by like that. I know. So oh, yeah, yeah. So what do we what do we got on the slate today? Uh, well, I guess why don't we just start with which teams we uh, were biased towards, just so we can get that out of the way. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. David, would you like to start that? I'm an Eagles fan. Really? Because we are the best team ever. <laughs> well, right now you are. We are the best you guys team. Just won the Super Bowl so. ever. <laughs> ever final ever, period. period there's there's no punctuation afterwards <laughs> it is the the end of the sentence can you can you at least admit that the eagle fan base is like the douchiest fan base ever the fuck are you talking about <laughs> okay anyway um <laughs> not including you you're you're <laughs> exempt from that because you're not no yeah you're no, not a douche I've, at all no no i've been an eagles fan for a long time and yeah i know much of our fan base is like 99.9 percent douche but uh i will be the one percent I hope. Okay. Maybe. Hopefully. People don't like the 1%. Now I am the 99%. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I, so you are a douche after all. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Matt, I, I see you're wearing a bunch of Houston stuff. That come, obviously means he's a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yeah, I've come decked out in all my, all my stuff. Um, yeah, I've got my Astros hat on. Yes. Uh, defending our World Series title now. Oh yes. yeah. And um, yeah, I'm a Texans fan, and there's there's hope, there's light at the end of the tunnel. With you know, we've got Deshaun Watson now. We just signed Tyran yeah. Matthew. Yeah. Right. And so I'm 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 ready. Oh, right. Yeah. Ready. Yes. Absolutely. Tom and I are in a bit of a pickle because we, growing up, we have both been Charger fans. Such a shame. It's such a shame. But I think. I think even as the season was going on, I find my I found myself cheering for for them. I I more I more support the players rather than the owner in the franchise. Like I I can't stand Dean Spanos, but I love Rivers, I love Gordon, I love those guys. So I think I find myself still rooting for those guys. I, I think I still have a bias towards them. So I mean, mm-hmm. how, how, what do you feel? Yeah, um, I was rooting for Rivers, but yeah. really, right now. Not a Charger fan, just mm. a football fan. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm more I stand to. It's just like I'm a football fan and I enjoy watching the games, but I I can't really say I have a specific. So I I have a question for the former Chargers fans. What's up? When when all of the players that you grew up knowing and loving are gone, Ooh. no no connection left after that, or mm-hmm. what do you think is going to happen? Oh, that's man. a good question. I mean, I think what's going to end up happening for me is that I'm going to find 
players in college that I like and follow them and root for them wherever they go. Like, for example, Rashad Penny, whoever he gets drafted by, I'm probably going to root for that team just because I love him as a player. Mm. Or or Saquon Barkley, where, wherever he ends up going, which we're going to get to that in a second, and just where in our mock drafts and everything. But um, I think I'll, I'll just kind of root for college players that I know like on the team and if one of them happens to land on the chargers i might i'll root for them but yeah that's a good question i've been asked that before it's like what happens when all the players that you like you know leave it's like i don't know i I guess i'll just go back to being just a pure football fan with no no real bias yeah the the only constant is that you hate the uh new england patriots like every true football fan would. yes absolutely (laughs) yeah so tom what about you you can go ahead yeah um an aztec alum so Gonna be following my Aztecs around. Mm. Um, right now, it's the Eagles and Falcons who have the most Aztecs in the league. You so, bet it is. Um, <laughs> excited for Pumphrey to get his ring and excited to, to yeah, see man. him play next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know because he, he tore his ACL right, mm-hmm. and he was out for most of the season, which was a big yep. bummer. But I think I think he'll be when he when he's healthy. I think he'll be a great addition to that team. I think he'll be good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so all right, was that was that everyone? I think that's everyone. All right. Yeah. Well, we touched on it. I guess we should. Uh, what what started our football experience? Did any of us play? Any of us? Uh, what what derived the football love? It's not well, for everybody. Well, but, uh, Matt, what I was brought us say, to it? Age, I think. Experience, I think you should go first. All right, we're doing seniority. Seniority. Great. So, um, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I I started. Um, well, I fell in love with football when I was probably about, I guess, thirteen. Um, my dad went to the University of Oklahoma. And when I was 13, they won the national championship. Neat. And I had a cousin that played on that team. It was pretty neat, yeah. Hmm. And uh, so that kickstarted my football fandom journey. And I became a rabid, over-the-top OU fan, which I still am. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, you were, up... you were talking to me. It's funny how, like, going to school, being fans of all these players, and it's like you walk by them, it's like, I know your birthday and where you went to high school. Exactly. <laughs> like, like Sam Bradford held the door open for me. I was like, oh, yeah, you weigh, like, 225 now. Um, it was weird. <laughs> but, That's creepy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, and, and then I, I started playing football in eighth grade, and I played in high school. Um, and there are things I miss about it. There are things I'm glad are over. But it was super fun, and I still love the game and love following it. Yeah. Um, Tom, what about you? Um, I think it really started just um, with my dad. Um, he'd always watch the Charger games, so we'd watch them together. Um, and then we'd go out and just throw the football around for hours. And I think that's really where it started. And I love every sport known to man. Mm. Yeah, he's a true, true but is, of sports. But is ribbon twilling a sport? Can we have it in the Olympics? Should we have three hours dedicated to this sport? I use that with many quotation marks before and after. I'm going to plead the fifth on this one. Uh, <laughs> you don't want people getting mad. So it's like, no, ribbon twirling is uh, a sport. Um, well, as for me, my, my mom actually got me into football, got me mm. into sports. My my dad was kind of a, very much a, a casual fan, whereas my mom, I would be in my room just minding my own business, and then I'd hear her screaming at the TV, and I would be like, hey, what's going on? So I'd go over there, and i see that she's screaming at some guys running on a field, and, and you know one thing left to another, and then I, I just became a, a big fan. Um, I didn't play football till I was in high school, and I played for most of the time I was in high school. And... Um, 
that's where I think my love was solidified just by like playing the game and having a deeper understanding of it. And mm. it's like, you have a deeper love for it. So when you watch it, it's more than just like watching guys play a sport. It's, yeah. you know, you can, you see like the little things and you say like, Oh, he messed up and his, you know, his footing was wrong. That's why he got beat kind of thing. So right. it's, it's fun watching after you've played it. Right. Even, even just a little bit, like I didn't play in college, you know, yeah. but just watching just watching it after having a little bit of knowledge of it is is always fun and i always like to think strategically about stuff and it's like oh if i was in that situation i would have done that differently but right uh, anyway yeah what about you david mine uh i don't know i have a weird construed way if i ended up in football it started well, we, with we got uh, time so go for it okay it all started no uh <laughs> in 1842 mine, my brother's no we had a we had a friend across the street and he had a nintendo 64 and he had nfl blitz and that game was fantastic because if you poked in the right combo, everyone's heads were gigantic. You played in fog that was thicker than your mom's mustache. You had no, like, you had no idea what you were going to end up with. And I, for, at the time, it was a fun game. And then, you know, I was just like, oh, well, maybe I should start, you know, following this. My dad was a Charger fan and a Redskins fan and among other things. But I, I started to play football in middle school. I got injured and... But I guess I don't know. That, I guess that was the one that started it for me, and I think that's why I was an Eagles fan too. How did you become an Eagles fan? If your dad was a Redskins and a Chargers fan, how did that happen? I just picked it on NFL Blitz, and I was like, I like this Eagle thing. It looks good, and I, I always somehow wow. beat my brothers with that, and I don't know why. So I was like, you that's know what? I think I'll pick this team, and just following it over a while, and Michael Vick's uh, rise and fall from mm -hmm. the Eagles, and. Uh, and then the Chip Kelly era where things looked promising the, the and then very fell brief apart. Chip Kelly era. Yeah. Jeez, that was a very short lift. And uh, the, the leave and return of Nick Foles, the triumphant Phoenix that he is, <laughs> the goat of every team ever. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's what, what brought me to it. Yeah, but you're I, not, yeah, you're not a real Eagles fan. No, 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 no. I'm just, you know, occasional watching, you know. But Such a casual fan. That's one thing I'm pissed off about is over here on the West Coast, you don't get the regular games. It's only when you have, like, the Monday night, Thursday night football, Sunday night football that you occasionally see them. I was going to say it, dep it depends. Yeah, yeah, during the day games over there. I was going to say they're usually, if they're on Fox, they're usually on. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't, but, have, I don't have cable. I don't have cable. No. Well, that's your first problem. That's right my there. first problem. But <laughs> anyway. I guess it's not for me, but... Anyway, you so can what always, your... you can always get highlights on YouTube and stuff. That is, that, I ended up doing that for years and years and years. I thank God for YouTube, but right. But yeah. what was? I mean, I guess what's your favorite part about football? I mean, there's there's a lot to love about it, Man. but you know, I mean, when I played, I played mostly defense. So I think my favorite part of football was getting that one clean hit where. You didn't feel anything, but the other guy felt everything. Mm. That I oh, they're just getting him right in that sweet spot where it's just like you hear the crack of the plastic, and then he's on the ground. Yeah, like oh, you give him the was... the Newton's cradle, as it were. <laughs> you stop yeah. moving. And he... I think <laughs> I used to talk a lot of trash. I I believe <laughs> it. I completely believe it. <laughs> like even my teammates were like, "Okay, dude, chill. <laughs> like you need to relax, man." It's just like we haven't even started the game yet. You're yelling at the cheerleaders. Stop it. You yeah. you, you joke about that. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> I no, but I think overall, I, I, the idea behind like going crazy and like letting out all of your frustration and you know all of your you know which my fiance says says is unhealthy, but 
<laughs> Your wife is always right, my friend. Well, she's not my wife yet. Yet. But <laughs> she, she will instantly become right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, she's already always right. But There you go. <laughs> I mean that in the best way possible, though. Yeah, it's just being someone that you're not for, for an hour and letting loose, I think, yeah. was, my, my, was my favorite part. But Matt, what about you? Because you actually, because you, you played football, so. Right. Yeah, I um I love the the strategy aspect of it mm-hmm. and the the mind games that coaches play each other that yeah. players play each other, and um, my favorite thing in football is watching a good run, mm. a good um it it can be it doesn't matter what kind of run it can be a dude trucking four guys it can be a guy uh, making eight guys miss because he's so elusive, but um. Yeah, a good like sixty-yard touchdown run where he where he just goes through guys or goes around guys. That's the most satisfying thing in the world for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Watching every block get picked up and like no one touches the running back as he just runs through the alley alone. Just that's like right. Yeah, that's yeah. so satisfying. I, I don't watch. know what it is. It's just like one of those YouTube videos, those satisfying YouTube videos that you can click on. You're just like, yeah. oh yeah, why is this so? I don't know. It's, it's one of those oddly weird satisfying, things. but yeah, oddly I totally satisfying. get where you're talking about. Yeah, it hurts on the defensive side to watch that, but yes, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I do know, I do know that feeling. Yes, yeah. uh, Tom. What about you? Is, is there a part that you enjoy the most? Um, so it has to be definitely strategy. Um, yeah. I'm a big analytics guy, mm. um, so I love that that's come into play. Um, <laughs> it's like you just say statistics and you push up your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I love me some statistics. Yeah. I love place for it. I love it. I think it's it's made the game evolve in a good way. Mm. And so um, I just I love the strategy. Yeah, it's definitely it's weird how just talking about this briefly. It's weird how um, as we've seen the NFL grow over the last like 10 years, it's gone from I remember in 2009, it was so pass heavy. And like the 2009 season, there was like Mm -hmm. three or four quarterbacks with like 4,500 passing yards plus like there was like I think two or three quarterbacks with like 5,000 passing yards. And I remember like from between like 2009 and 2011 it was super pass heavy and there was like re- like receivers there's like two receivers on a team with like a thousand yards receiving and it was it was super crazy and then it kind of and then the numbers kind of died down after that and it's weird how like we keep seeing a fluctuation of like pass heavy strategy and then we see like a lot of run heavy strategy it just depends on like the team that you're on and i feel like each team doesn't really have like a true identity anymore. I feel like more teams are becoming more well balanced and they get, they're able to do mul- like mm-hmm. multiple things. And I yeah. and I'm seeing this evolution slowly where it's like um, like the Chargers for example, like they they have the ability to spread you out and and just, you know, run spread all day all day. They could. But they also have the ability to run, to run power ball, which I appreciate because it's it gets boring after a while just to see like a team spread it out and then just carve up a defense and then score you know five times in a row so I think I think yeah it's interesting just to see kind of like what Tom mentioned just like the strategy and you know going back and forth and um, it's been cool to watch the game evolve so mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah and I guess in a way it's there's something for everybody if someone likes seeing someone get flattened out you got that. If you like to see the strategy of the coaches or even the strategy of the players, you got a little bit of that too. Yeah. And then if you like commercials, like the Cleveland Browns fans, you yeah. can enjoy. That's the best part of Browns can, game. Yeah. Yeah. I oh okay. Uh, speaking of getting flattened, I saw this uh, YouTube clip and it was a um, 
can't remember the fullback's name. He was uh, he's for the Bills, but it was a game against the uh, the Bengals, and he's blocking one guy, and then another guy just runs into his shoulder and gets pancaked. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fullback's name was Demarco, and he's coming up to block this guy. But as he's going up to Patrick Demarco, Patrick Demarco, thank you very much. As as he's coming up to block him, his shoulder hits some other guy in the face. <laughs> like just the other guy gets flattened as he's going up to block the other guy and it's just those little tiny things that yeah. go unnoticed yeah i love watching those things it's so especially funny. it's fun to watch nfl and games when you have really heavy contact and watching someone who doesn't normally watch it just go what why yeah <laughs> what it's for a ball i'm like it's not just a ball it's not just a ball it's, it's the, the rock. ball yeah this past season um i was watching a college game and this defensive tackle had a free shot at the quarterback and somebody blew a blocking assignment clearly, but he had a free shot at the quarterback quarterback has like a five step drop. He turns and looks and immediately just crumples to the ground (laughs) so that he doesn't get smashed by this 350 pound behemoth. It was the most hilarious thing. Oh my gosh. I, yes. Jeez. (laughs) I think I guess as as a defense, as a defender, just like watching an offensive breakdown and just seeing a running, uh, like a linebacker free run up the middle is like the most fun thing to watch for me. It's just like he just watching the middle linebackers eyes light up and he just sprints through the hole. It's just like, yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's the best. Love that. There's the it's it's the best pastime is watching YouTube compilations of people oh, yeah. getting flattened and <laughs> so good and quarterbacks t- turned into a pretzel by you know people who are four I times love, their weight. Um, I think it was I think it was Steve Young. No 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 no. Uh, what oh. team? Uh, the Titans. What was his name? McNair. No Moon. No. Mm. Is Young. His last name is Young. Vince, Vince Young. Young. There we go. I don't know why I said Steve Young. <laughs> Vince Young. I couldn't think of his name. Vince Young. Uh, when they were playing against the Steelers, and like three Steelers had him, and then just like flipped them over. Do you guys remember? That? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, Harrison yeah, yeah. had the last one. He grabbed his leg and just like flipped them over. Yeah. Like it's just like, oh come on, like that's uh, <laughs> that's a little excessive, don't you think? Well, we could go over these all. We just we scratch the episode. Just talk about our favorite uh, yeah. favorite hits. Favorite that could hits, be the next favorite episode. plays. We could. Yeah, totally. Uh, that's true. That's <laughs> so true. anyway, yes. But, all right, let's get to the main topic here. Yeah, so the awesome. NFL offseason. It was pretty crazy, in my opinion. Started out so far, like and, with a bang. Yeah. Sure. So I guess we should talk about what we think, uh, what our teams, you know, what what our home teams. I know uh, two of you're, us you're don't. You're have like you're one. like looking at me. Yeah. So, because like, all right, I have to I have to reel with the audience here. So he, Evan, kind of drafted. He like went on Facebook when he found out the Chargers were leaving. He was like, okay, sway me. Let me have your team. And I was just like, you know, there's only one team. It's the Eagles. And he was just like, I'm going to pick the Cowboys. I'm like, why do you hate me? Why do you, it was a joke. Why do it was you, a joke. But uh, so he, uh, so I was always teasing him whenever the Eagles, like this past season, just get, got a step closer to the Super Bowl. And he was like one of the first people I text when the Eagles yeah, destroyed destroyed the Patriots in the Super Bowl. It was revenge for 2005. But yeah. Um, oh, yeah. so I guess, uh, I mean, for, for, for you, Evan, being a man who who is now kind of open to the world of football, yes. no team tying you down. Yeah, Can... I see, Tom Tom and I are kind of in a similar yeah, situation. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, so what sure. do you what is it? What drafts changes and off season changes did you two feel were the most important to a team's oh, gosh. structure to what their future playoff to mm-hmm. p- potential playoff 
might look like against other teams. Well, I mean, Tom, would you like to start, or do you do you have any? Because I know you have you have like notes. You have a lot of notes that you. <laughs> um, I think I mean just going off of some big ones that happened this offseason was um, the Vikings picking up a consistent quarterback mm-hmm. um, or <laughs> someone who's more consistent than they got. Right. Um, well, who they had was nobody. <laughs> yeah, that's who they had. All but, three of their quarterbacks and, left. So. And Kirk Cousins is better than nobody. That's true. Um, but is he $86 million guaranteed? Okay. That's, see, I don't think see, anyone that, this, is, now we're is worth $86 million. <laughs> no, see, here, here's, here's my thing. I'm I'm glad that Kirk Cousins finally got paid and he's and he's appreciated. I'm glad. However, Kirk Cousins I don't think is worth eighty six million dollars. He is a B minus B quarterback on a good day. And I think I think the tools that he has there with Thielen and Diggs and Rudolph and Cook when he's healthy, uh, Murray, I think that that's a good situation for him to go to. I feel like um, I think that was the right place to go to. I don't think the Vikings should have spent that much money on him only because there's no incentive to play anymore. He could literally sit on his thumb and do nothing for three years and collect cash and walk out. He could mm-hmm. totally do that if he wanted to. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm not saying he doesn't seem like a guy who would do that. But it it just kind of shows me that the Vikings got a little bit desperate, I think, and they panicked and they thought – oh, well, he is the best quarterback available right now. Um, We're not sure if we're going to be able to get someone in the draft. So fork over as much money as possible. Grab him now so that no other team gets him. I I feel like this was a panic move on the Vikings' part. I I completely agree with everything you said. He was definitely overpaid. But that's the one position that I feel they needed to contend for the NFC. That is true. And they got their guy. Yeah. I mean, do you, I was gonna say, do you think that you think Case Keenum is was was worth it for the Broncos getting him, or do you think that they're still gonna try to get a quarterback in the draft? I um, mean, we'll go over that when we get to our mock drafts. But you know, do you do you think that they're do you think that they're set, or do you think that they'll try to get someone? Um, I think I think it's gonna depend who's on the board when mm. they're there because they've got they've got a few needs, and so that's true. Um, that's if, true. if there's something with a bigger need that comes up that's still there, they're gonna go. Yeah. I think for them it'd be smarter to get as many as they could even if they're not, you know, shown worthy. If they can get enough bang for their buck for right the, on that end, they, yeah. they I think in a long run they'd be smarter. Cuz if you think about it, they haven't really this past season, they didn't really show any sort of, you know, leading headway after uh Manning left. It just seemed like they fizzled out and all of the resources kind of scattered to wherever they could find the best dollar. Yeah. So I think if they need to rebuild, they need to have some sort of, you know, I think Case Keenum is a good player to build around, honestly. Yeah, I don't yeah. think um, But I'd also think that that being said, if you have all your you know, all your eggs in one basket, you're liable that if he gets injured, if he you know, if anything happens to your your star on that team, right. you're you're gonna end up fizzling out and turning, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think that one of the teams that made the biggest impact was the Browns. Mm-hmm. In this offseason, they, they started out with a bang, and I think on paper they're they're a much better team than they were yeah. last year. I mean, they made a trade for Tyrod Taylor, Jarvis Landry, um, Demarius Randall. They traded Deshaun Kaiser for Demarius Randall, <laughs> which if you're Brett Hundley sitting there in Green Bay, you must think so like 
yeah. high of yourself. Yeah. That we prefer the zero and sixteen guy. We yeah. want him on our team. You know, right. just, just just in case. Just, just in case. Not, we're not saying we we're replacing you, but just in case. Oh, like Lord. that says a lot. That's like that's I such a middle finger. Yeah. But, uh, they and there there are talks that Odell Beckham he don't he does he's not going to play for any team unless he gets a big contract. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talks, or Jarvis Landry is trying to make a case to bring him to Cleveland. Yeah, which can you imagine what that team would look like if That'd they be, got Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry? That would be crazy. And, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a five win team at least at that point. Oh. <laughs> I hope so. They'd, it'd be stupid if they yeah. couldn't. Yeah, we're. I, I kid, of course. They, we'll, get, we'll get more into aren't into the Browns, records and stuff. Not to trash talk the Chargers, but aren't the Browns like forty-two and one, and their only one is the Chargers? Yes. It yeah. Is. Yeah. yeah. Like, two, two, Don't two, remind two, us. Two, two years ago. Yeah. 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 Thanks. I'm just saying. I'm you just are. Saying. You are a douche. Anyway. <laughs> hey, if the cookie fits the mold, I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, Matt, what do you think? Your impressions of free agency so far? Um, it's been it's been a whirlwind. You yes. know, guys going everywhere. Um, uh, guys getting signing what seem to be to be just like to me to be just holdover quarterbacks until they get the guy they want. Right. Mm-hmm. I think Tyrod Taylor is that kind of guy. I think Case Keenum's going to be that kind of guy because um, I I think they're going to go after a quarterback in the draft. Um, do you think the Cardinals will go after a quarterback even though they have Sam Bradford? Right. Yeah, and that's another guy. I think I think they are going to go after somebody in the draft if there's somebody available. I mean, it depends on how quickly they all come off the board. That's true. But I mean, they're like there there could be six first round quarterbacks in this draft. It's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> you you know I think uh, people aren't really talking about Mason Rudolph from OSU, but I think mm-hmm. even he he could sneak into the first round. Mm. Um, yeah. And shoot, I don't I I don't know if Lamar Jackson's the only guy left. They could take him. Wow. Um, yeah. I think there's plenty of guys. I was going to say, in my mock draft, I think I have four quarterbacks going, but we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that I was going to say um, there were some recent moves uh, that were made, like Marquette King, the punter for the Raiders. He mm-hmm. got he got cut. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another player who got waived recently, too. But, uh, yeah, and it's great. Um, the, the Chargers, they signed Marquise Pouncey. Yeah. The center from Miami, which I think was a, was a good was a good sign. They need they needed um, some leadership on the offensive line, and I think with um, Forrest Lamp and um, and Feeney coming back and like they'll be healthy next year, I think the offensive line will look a lot better. Russell Okun showed to be a much better player than he was in Denver, which mm. I think a lot of people were concerned about when he was when he was signed um, last off season. But he, you know, he was a Pro Bowler this year. He was a great, he was a great, uh, great player. Locked down that um, that side, the blind side for Rivers. So I think that the offensive line just got a lot better with Pouncey um, in the middle. And I think that um, I think next year when everyone, if when everyone's healthy, if everyone stays healthy, because that's always the crux of the Chargers. Like they always get hurt before they even get to the gate. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they never, they're never healthy straight out of the gate. So. Um, but there was another, uh, there was another signing that, that I was kind of surprised about with, uh, Jonathan Stewart signing with the giants. Mm-hmm. Now that makes me think, are they going to go running back in the draft at all? And I don't make sense. I mean, I, mean, I don't think they will. I think they're okay with, 
like Darkwa Perkins and and Stewart. I think they're okay with those three. I think they'll try to build around Eli and then potentially Davis Webb, who they have as their backup, who they want to be their quarterback of the future. I think they're going to start building around him. Which whether that be offensive lineman, I wouldn't be surprised if they went offensive playmaker like maybe. in the in the first yeah. round either. Like if they traded down, maybe got some more picks and then took a receiver that'll probably be there like at twelve or thirteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, yeah, uh, Christian Christian Kirk, that's another one from mm-hmm. Texas A and M. There's still, you know, I'm pretty sure there's still some wide receivers in the in the in free oh, agency. Yeah. I think they're still available if they wanted to go out and get. Yeah. Um, you know, I was gonna say a lot of notable ones that are that have been signed. Uh, Sammy Watkins went to Kansas City. Yeah. Um, which he said the big reason why, for that was for Patrick Mahomes because he knew mm-hmm. that he was the quarterback there. Um, Terrell Pryor went to the Jets to feel their wide receiver. Now, you look like you have something to say about I don't think that was the best choice for the Jets. And I there's more than one reason why. Their last season they didn't like hiring picking somebody like that is the same reason why they that the Giants would have a running team instead of building on Eli Manning. It's you're you're putting more money in something that you don't need to put money in. If you know Eli can good you know, do good throws, get receivers that can catch his throws. If you know you're going to be hiring, you know, or rather drafting somebody in a field it's that... It's hiring. They're, they're hiring. hiring they're hiring them, yeah. That's if, what it is. <laughs> but if you're going to be putting money into an area that you know that the Jets aren't exactly the best at anyway, and you, you know, they're... Jets, in my mind, they should focus on their passing game because there's last season they've had the one of the worst passing game I've seen them have in a long time. Yeah. But that being said, I also think that, you know, when, when you make a play like that, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I'm confused by it, really. I don't understand why I mean, they would draft I mean, him. Well, they also signed Teddy Bridgewater at quarter, for quarter, at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think have I think they addressed an issue a little bit with, yeah. with their passing issue. They have they have a tour player who's who's shown flashes of being a number one receiver, yeah. but I think that he still has something to prove. Consistency is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he wasn't very consistent in Washington, no. although he. It was he was hurt most of the season, so right. that's, that's why he wasn't consistent. But yeah. uh, I think if he, if I think if he's healthy, I think he could be a solid number one receiver for Teddy Bridgewater. Um, hmm. And and if Teddy gets hurt, which he probably will, he probably will. Pryor could be a solid backup quarterback. Yeah. He's proven he could do that too. Yeah. So I think that I think I, I think Terrell Pryor was a good move for the um, for the Jets. I think he'll I think he'll be able to be a, a solid piece. Um, moving forward, they also signed um, Isaiah Crowell mm-hmm. from the Browns, so they do have a solid running back with him and Powell. Yeah, um, Bilal Powell. Um, I think that could be a really good. I line. think they should stick to that because I yeah. mean, with the two of them, you should be able to at least make some plays, some you know, five, eight yard consistent plays. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think I think we can we touched on it a little bit, but I think we can move on to the yeah. So what? I guess we should move on to the draft. And yeah, mock, let's just get draft. let's just get this out of the way. What was the best player and the 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 bust player in the draft? What was the best and the worst player in the draft this year? La- this last year? Yeah. Oh man, I gotta say it. I think even though it wasn't really his fault, uh, Mike Williams for the mm. Chargers, he got he he just got hurt and 
I think he was a bust last year because he was supposed to be like the solid number two receiver. Right. And he wasn't able to play a full season. He Man. wasn't even even to play like a full game. Right. So I thought I, for sure you were going to say Bosa. That guy was a drama no. queen. He didn't well, follow he, through well, at he, all. He was in the draft last year. He wasn't even the draft from the draft this year. I mean, it felt like it with that contract dispute. Shit, you'd be no, dragging that out for he years. Fine. And then he finally no, leave, came over. Leave Moose alone. He's fine. <laughs> he, he'll he'll be fine. He got it. He got his money. He'll be fine. Um, I, just I, need... I think I think Mike Williams. I think was the was the um, was I think kind of a bust for the Chargers. And I think the biggest steal I think of the draft. And I think most of you guys will agree with me was um, Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. The Saints yeah. getting him in the fourth yeah. round, right? Yeah, and he. Like how much he, was he signed for? It was well, cheap, wasn't well, it? Well, yeah. Well, fourth round pick, you don't. It's like minimum. You don't yeah. get paid that much. Yeah, I think it's the minimum. It's crazy. Minimum. Uh, and he, I was gonna say, he had like fifteen hundred total yards. That's like crazy. from scrimmage, like receiving and rushing. Yeah. And then I think he returned like a he returned like a hundred three yard kick return mm-hmm. against the Buccaneers near the end of the season. Yeah. The guy did everything for them. I think he was a huge deal for them. He was the third pick of the third round. Third pick of the ah, third round. There you that's go. That's fine. Yeah. And yeah, he was. Yeah, I think he was a steal for them. Yeah. But you know, what about you guys? What do you think? If not, if not bust, I think it's hard to say bust because a lot of a lot of rookies last year did pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but was there anyone that you say probably was a steal for like where where they got picked? Um, I mean, Camara is the big one, right? Um, the one that kind of jumps out at you for. As as in regards to busts, um, I'm not ready to say anyone was a bust from last year. Mm-hmm. I think it's too soon. I mean, just a bust, um, just a bust, you know, confined to that year. Like, I mean, it, obviously, it was a, like having a disappointing season. Obviously, I think it's got to be. I mean, the the injury sucks. Yeah, um, which is not really his fault. It's so not his can't, fault. You can't, can't really put it on him. Um, and he was injured going into the draft, mm-hmm. so they knew what they were getting into. Yeah. Um. But I definitely think I don't know how they found um, Kamara in the third round, but He's, he kind of fell into their lap. Though. Yeah, he kind of flew under the radar. No one really talked about him that much going mm-hmm. into the draft. It was Leonard Fournette, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Those were like the two guys that everyone talked about. And then Alvin Kamara was like fifth or sixth on a lot of people's top like top yeah. five running backs. So it was like, you know, but yeah, I see. Uh... Matt's over there, typing yeah. away. I'm trying to. Uh, mm. I always forget from year to year, so I'm trying to yeah. <laughs> remember what is going on. Um, yeah, I mean it's really hard after after one year, especially you know with feel like at defensive positions in particular, because they're you know I feel like it takes a while to get your mm-hmm. to get your mind wrapped around a new defense and the speed of the game and all those things because defense is so reactionary, but. You know, what were, about what about Solomon Thomas? Did anyone even hear about him? No, season? I, no. I like was looking back on the at the draft, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a name that I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, and that was a name that was talked about extensively throughout, you know, like leading up to that draft, and then during the season, I never heard about him afterwards. Yeah, it's weird, weird stuff. Um, so you can consider him a bust so far. <laughs> but um, I yeah, anyway. I, I mean, Camara is. Clear, clearly the best. I think that Dalvin Cook is going to have success mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. I don't think it like showed last year, but um, I think he's going to be good. Yeah. You know what? You know, for me, um, uh, was a player that I thought I think should have been taken in the first round uh, was Juju Smith-Schuster. Yes. 
Yes, definitely. I yes. think he should have been taken in the first round, and the fact that no one did, I think, like I think people regretted that because the Steelers they didn't need another receiver. No, they had was, Wallace and Brown. Like they had, yeah, I, they didn't have dude. Didn't Wa- they? Wallace is no, he's on the he's on the Eagles now. Is he? <laughs> you should know that. We're talking about last year, aren't we? Yes, he was on the he was on the Ravens last year. <laughs> was he? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking of someone else. Then. Mike Wallace, right? <laughs> But, I think so. Yeah, they had well, they had they had Brown, they had Bryant, right? You know, they had they had solid receivers. They didn't need a guy like Schuster, but they took him, and then he ended up being probably one of the best receivers in the NFL last year. Yeah, they always find great receivers in the draft. The Steelers, I do. know they always do. Mm-hmm. But he, if not in the if not in the fourth round, if not in the first round, he should have gone at least That's in the second I was round. Thinking it was um, Juju went in the thirtieth pick of the second round. 30th pick of the second round. Okay. That's why I was thinking of Wallace, because okay. the, the Steelers drafted him. Steelers yeah. drafted him. They were a first-round yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I was, was thinking. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so he went in the second round. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's better, I guess. But right. he he should have been a first-round pick. Like, I I was thinking to myself, mm. man, if the char- like imagine if the Chargers got him instead. I don't know if they'd know what to do with him, though. I mean, he he's, he's a, a receiver. Good, I know like, he's let a him good run, re- Let him run routes and catch the ball. That's what he does. I, Here's one guy we haven't talked about yet. Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, from Central Michigan, right? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Third no. round to mm-hmm. the Chiefs. Yeah. That was – yeah, I know. He led the league in rushing last year. Mm-hmm. Like, he did – he <laughs> – it's funny they gave him the choice to sit out or 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 contend for the title, and he's like, "No, I want the title." <laughs> it's from from Toledo. Yeah. My mistake. That's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, and then he yeah he he did what Ezekiel Elliott did the year before and just led the league in rushing out of nowhere and was just like, "Oh, okay, cool." And I was gonna say freaking Ezekiel Elliott. We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> that was. Ooh, I mean, it started out bad, but you know. And then it got better, and then he had, and then he was just suspended for the last six games, and it was like you could have just served that suspension in the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Anyway, yeah. that's a that's a can of worms we don't need to open. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I think we can move into mock drafts now. I think. Oh, yeah. On the Eagles, so there's no Eagles members on that team, probably. Yeah. No. Um, but so I think I think what we can do is we'll go like in chunks. So we'll go like top five. We'll each share five picks and talk about them, and then we'll move on to the next ones until we get to the okay. end. All right. So I I also don't have a mock, but I've got ideas. You got ideas. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So Tom and I, I guess we'll be going back and forth. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we'll be going back and forth. And we have our own, we both have our own mock drafts, and then we can just talk about them and maybe see if we all agree or if we think that someone's full of crap. <laughs> um, all right, so Tom, would you like to share your top five first? Sure, I'll go ahead. Um, so with the first pick of the draft, the first pick um, of the 2018 draft, um, I I've got the Browns taking Darnold. Um, oh. Now, now hold on. I know, I I know, I understand. This is hear me out, Sam so, Darnold. So I have extreme concerns about him. He's not ready to come out. Sam Darnold. He's not ready to come out of college yet. But he's he not did. ready to go out of high school yet. Um, 
My one thing is he, he can't looks like handle. One of, he looks like one of my youth kids. The, <laughs> the 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 major concern I have is he can't handle the pressure, but the Browns always screw up the first pick. I mean, the dude and they're going to continue to do it this year. The dude looks like he can't handle um. puberty either. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I get where you're coming from with this, but I, really, come on. I think it's important to remember that uh, this isn't what Tom thinks is a good idea. (laughs) This is what he thinks will happen. I also don't think it's a good idea. That would not be my number one pick, but I I agree with Tom. I think that that's going to be the number one guy. Uh, (sighs) Um, (laughs) Evan and I are just... uh, No... Oh. All right, no, or number two. Yeah. What are number the two. Number two. The Giants are gonna go with an offensive guard from Notre Dame, Quentin Nelson. Yeah. Okay. yeah um, they ha- They just got Nate Solder, but they need extreme help mm-hmm. with the line. Yeah, they do. Oh yeah. Um, they and gave, they gave up the most sacks last year, didn't they? Yeah, yes. They did. It was that or, um, or second most. It, it, was it was the most lock. sacks. Eli was hit the most times. Mm-hmm. Which um, I loved every second of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I can't stand Eli. <laughs> you were like you were like the evil professor from from uh, like, yes. from 007. Yeah. You like, yes. Yeah. More. Very good. Yes. <laughs> but but yeah. I think I think Nelson will sure up the line a little bit. Um, they still need help. What's good about Quinton is that he can play left guard mm-hmm. and right guard. He can mm-hmm. switch over. He yes. play, he played center a little bit too. So I think he I think he's a good like Swiss Army knife off- offensive lineman. I think I just have him as uh, like an offensive guard. Like he yeah. can play either or. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, that's a solid pick for them. Yeah, I think so too. At, yeah. at three, um, I've got the Jets. They, they traded up for this pick, mm-hmm. um, so I think it's pretty – I mean, I'm pretty convinced they're going QB here, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to take Josh Rosen out of mm-hmm. UCLA. Yeah. Um, I think he's the best fit for their system, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I think this is where they're going. This is the only thing I can think of why they trade up for this pick. Right, right. Um, yeah. If players, I mean, teams don't normally trade up for trade up in the draft to the top ten unless they are taking like a really like cornerstone piece, like unless yeah. they're taking like a running back or a quarterback or like you know they yeah. they don't they don't take they don't trade up like that unless they actually are going to take. Yeah, and they only moved up. up three spots. They had the sixth pick, mm-hmm. right? And they moved up to three, so um, they're going to go Rosen there. Um, four is the Browns part two. Um, oh, this pick, um, it makes more sense. It's another um, quarterback. You laugh. They're mock drafts that actually have them taking two quarterbacks with but number one though. and number four. Only because it's like, because it, his reasoning was, it's like, they suck at picking quarterbacks. So this year they'll double down. They'll yeah. take, they'll take two. <laughs> that way they can't oh miss. Oh my God. I'm like, oh, with, so dumb. with the fourth pick, anyway, they're going to fill a hole, um, in defensive back with Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, I think they just went out and got Hyde. I don't think they're going to go Barkley. Um, a lot of drafts I was seeing were saying Barkley. Um, I don't know why you go Hyde unless you're going to tag team. Um, but they need a ton of help in the it's, secondary. He's out of uh, Alabama. Yeah, Mika right. Fitzpatrick. Yes, right. he is a he is a defensive back out of yeah, Alabama. Yeah. He's not he's not a true corner. He's not even a true safety. He's a guy who can you. Can, he's kind of like Tyron Matthew. You yeah. throw him anywhere, he mm-hmm. can he can do it. My only concern with him is he's not a lockdown man to man guy. Mm-hmm. He's not known to be that. So I think he'll he'll take some take some time like moving him around, see where he fits best. I think. Yeah. 
He's got speed. I think he can be a good like center fielder guy. Yeah, I like that pick there. I think another way they might go is Nick Chubb. Get mm. some some somebody on the other side of Miles Garrett mm-hmm. because I think a pass rush cannot be the importance of a pass rush cannot be overstated. Absolutely. I was yeah. gonna say you saw the Chargers. They after they got Bosa, they became like one of the best. Like him and Ingram became one of the best pass rushing duos in the NFL. They had like the most hits and the most sacks like um, in like a six in like a six week span than like than anyone in the mm-hmm. league. And I think I think more teams are trying to emulate that. I mean the the Eagles too. They got. They have they have a lot of pass rushers on that team. Yeah, that they, they do. Can, they can just like move them around, and yeah. like it just makes it so much easier for their de- for their defensive backs and their linebackers to it's, cover and everything. Uh, this season's all right. I'm not going to start on the Eagles. So that's <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, and and with the fifth pick, um, it's a little bit um, different than what you guys probably have on yours. We'll see um, surprises. But with the Broncos, I've got Denzel Ward from oh. Ohio State. Um, they just lost to Lieb. Mm-hmm. Um, they need help. They didn't lose them. They traded yeah. him. Yeah, There's a difference. yeah. They they got rid of him. Um, they like and those they Buckeye need... players. They draft a lot of them. I've noticed. And, yeah, and they Roby. need they need yeah. a replacement. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he reminds me a lot of Chris Harris. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's a good pick. Yeah, yeah I agree. Actually, yeah, my my top five is very similar to yours. Not completely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can okay. only wonder which one is different. I mean, I have a. I have a few that are different. Um, so for me, my number one overall pick, I my draft, I went based off what teams need, mm-hmm. not whatever I think they think they're gonna do. I went off what they should do. Mm. Um, so with the first overall pick in the 2018 draft, I have the Browns selecting Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. out of Penn State. He is the best player in this draft. I don't care if you have Mar- like I don't care if you have Hyde. You you get the best available player, mm-hmm. and if you miss on him. And you don't take him, you're gonna regret it. I'm sorry. He is probably the best. He's the best running back in this draft. He's the best running back to come out of college in like a really long time. He's a freakish athlete. And I think if the Browns take another quarterback with the number one overall pick, I'm gonna shoot myself because that's they, what they're saying. I mean, they can't. Don't do that. There's a high chance of that happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but <laughs> a lot of people are saying they're gonna take Josh Allen or someone like. I know. I know. I know. That's what they're saying though. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, I know. <laughs> oh, 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 I can't because what they need to stop doing is they need to stop putting all their eggs in, in this one quarterback basket, and then when it doesn't work, they throw it out. Yeah. They, they're so quick to do that. I mean, they just did that with Deshaun Kaiser. They traded him away because he didn't do very well, mm. which, to be fair, his supporting cast wasn't great. No. But with Tyrod, you know, yes, a lot of people call him a placeholding quarterback. I have some. I have way more faith in Tyrod than I think people than people should mm-hmm. or people think that I should. Tyrod Taylor, I think, is such an underrated quarterback that I think that with him there, if they draft Saquon Barkley, they make the playoffs this year. Wow. I I, I wow. truly believe that. No, because he doesn't turn over the ball much. He he had he had like four interceptions last year. To like eighteen to like fourteen touchdowns, he didn't play the whole season. But what I'm saying is, he's a guy who will win you games by not turning the ball over, and that's what their biggest issue was. Yeah, I think if they go quarterback and they they're gonna go if they go quarterback, which they probably will, and that's gonna make me mad, is there's gonna be the pressure to start him early, Mm -hmm. and then what's gonna happen is what happened with Nate Peterman last year. The Bills didn't think that he was a great court. They didn't think that Tyrod was a good quarterback, so they put in Nate Peterman, and we saw how that happened, yeah. how that ended with five interceptions, and then they put Tyrod Taylor back at the end. Yep. 
Oh, it was was hilarious to watch. And mark my words, if they draft a quarterback, a similar situation is going to happen like that again where they're going to force him to play and then he's going to suck and everyone's going to be like, oh, well, you know, that's what happens. So that's my first – that's my reasoning for the first overall pick. Now, moving to my second overall pick, I agree with you. Quentin Nelson, I think, is a solid – he's a solid, like, can't-miss player in this draft. He – wherever he goes – He's gonna be great because he's he is a big solid guy who's gonna who's gonna hold the center who's gonna hold like those nose tackles and he's got he's got long arms and he'll he'll be fine he'll be yeah. good. Uh, the Jets I have them taking Josh Rosen too only because um, and I have him ta- I have them taking Josh Rosen not Baker or or mm-hmm. Josh Allen only because he he fits more that prototypical build and he's been in a, and he's played a lot more top tier talent than Josh Allen has. And that's why I put him over Josh Allen, and um, and uh, he he's he's been in a lot of high pressure situations where he's come out on top, where I think the Jets need that, especially in the division with the Patriots. I feel like that would be a really good fit for him. Um, and fourth in the Browns, I have them taking Bradley Chubb, which is what Matt mentioned, mm-hmm. and I think yes, adding he's a very blue chip player, and he's a guy who's gonna who's gonna do work for you, and he's definitely a grinder. He's not I don't think he's a pure like edge rusher, but he definitely has pass rushing ability. Mm-hmm. Just like Miles Garrett. So I think that having those two and like solidifying your edges, I think that will be that will be great. And then Broncos at five, I have them taking Denzel Ward as well, just because like I mentioned before, he reminds me a lot of Chris Harris. And I think having two players like that that could be good solid lockdown corners. They both have good speed. I think I think that'll be really good for um, in, in the division with a lot of speedy receivers like Sammy Watkins, um, Tyrell Williams from the Chargers, uh-huh. and um, and Tyreek Hill and Amari Cooper too. Yeah. So I think that'll be good to lock down um, lock down uh, Denzel Ward at five. Mm-hmm. Now um, I can start it. I can start at my six and go to my ten, and then you can do yours. Go for it. Cool. So the Colts. At six, I have them taking Tremaine Edmonds, linebacker from Virginia Tech. He's definitely a three-down linebacker, and he can. He's like, I when I did watch tape of him, he was running all over the place. He was he was sideline. He's a sideline to sideline linebacker. He's like really. He's pretty. He's pretty quick. So I think um, I think that'll help out um, and add some like leadership leadership to that defense because the Colts need an identity right now. They really do. Yeah, um, I think linebacker is the right way to go. I I would flip flop. Uh, Tremaine Evans with Roquan Smith though. I'm just like a Roquan guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think okay. he's got that speed there, and he's he's a three down linebacker. He's got he's a total package. But I mean, you can't go wrong either way. I think with the Bucks, I have them taking Derwin James. He's a safety defensive back slash defensive back from <laughs> Florida State. I think he reminds me a lot of um, Cam Chancellor a little bit, just in his build and just how he loves to hit people. Um, so I think I think he'll be a better like safety i think he can also play a good like like safety linebacker hybrid like cam chancellor or like sue cravens did for U- um, usc before he got drafted i think he could be a good which oh by the way sue cravens got traded to the broncos did you guys hear about that <laughs> yeah i don't know if you heard about that but that just happened and then at eight i have the bears tanking minka fitzpatrick mm-hmm. now i think they they have a good they have a good safety pair with Amos and uh, Eddie Jackson, but I think adding a third defensive back, um, I think trying to figure out where Minka fits best because he's not 
because he's not a cornerback, but he's not like a safety either. So I think moving him around and seeing where he fits best, because I think Amos and um, and Eddie Jackson are good enough players that you can move them around and they can play out of position. So I think having the three of them to to mix and match, I think would be a good for for that team, especially in a league like when Aaron Rodgers is coming back and. Um, now you got Kirk Cousins in that division too. I think adding uh, defensive back help would be good. Uh, for the 49ers, I have them taking Rokon Smith um, only because um, Reuben Foster has been proved to have some off the field issues and there's not a lot of you know consistency and there's not it's hard to tell if he's ever going to be on the field. So uh, I have them taking Rokon Smith, um, which is he reminds me a lot of um, like Navarro Bowman. And Patrick Willis a lot too, just mm-hmm. like in his build and just kind of like his dog fighting attitude, just like he's you know a guy who's gonna you know stick his face in there and, and do work for you. And then rounding out my top ten, I have the Raiders taking Marcus Davenport, the defensive end from the uh, the Texas San Antonio school that like yeah. the, that Division yeah. two school, yeah, so random, right? Yeah. But their, their their football program started like five years ago or something, <laughs> and. Um, the dude's like the dude's like six six. He's got long arms and he's got but he's got speed. So I think I think that'll be a good pairing on the opposite side of Khalil Mack. I feel like especially in again a league or in a division where the team the other teams like to throw the ball around. You yeah. need to get, you need to get after the quarterback. So I think uh, Marcus Davenport is the is the guy for the Raiders. So mm-hmm. what about your what about your six through ten, Tom? So at six, I've got the Colts taking Chubb. Um, right. Because he fell for you. He fell. Um, I think he's the best defensive player um, in really? the draft. Really? Um, hmm. And the Colts need a pass rusher. Hmm. Um, so that's why I had him there. With seven, the Buccaneers take Barkley. Um, wow. Um, oh, man. I would hate to see him fall to, the, to seven. I, they, I, would hate, I would hate to see him fall out of the top five. They don't have Doug Martin anymore. Oh, yeah, he's um, the Raiders. And right. since I haven't had – I didn't have him going in the top five, he's going to go to the Buccaneers. He's not falling anywhere past here. You don't think the Colts are going to take him? Um, Frank Gore's not there anymore. They might. Um, that one was different. I think the Colts need defensive help a little more than running back, mm, Okay. Um, which is why I went Chubb there. Um, with eight, I went Tremaine Edmonds to the Bears. Mm. Mm. Um, Got bears for all the reasons that you had already <laughs> stated. Um, and then nine, I went Derwin James to the 49ers. Mm. Um, they just went out and got Sherman, and mm. they're gonna load their secondary, and it's gonna be pretty scary for mm-hmm. a while. <laughs> um, for, for as long as Richard Sherman's gonna play, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then the Raiders, I've got them taking Smith. Um, Roquan. Oh, okay. um, he yeah, he seems like he would be a good Raider. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, what is that supposed to mean? I no. think they, I think they need a linebacker. I mean, he's a um, punk. So, oh, there you go. go. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> in a, in yeah, a good, no, in a good way, in a good way, in a good way. Like you know, you, you need you need a punk at linebacker. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna put a little mustard on some hits. You oh know yeah. What I mean? yeah, yeah. He's he's the guy for them to do that for sure. Yeah, and I was I was thinking same along those lines when I was looking at him. I was like. He he might, right in. He reminds yeah. me a little bit of Ray Lewis too, and just kind of how mm-hmm. how he likes to put a little extra stank on people when he hits them. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. So, all right. So, eleven through uh, eleven through fifteen. Let's hit it. Okay. 
Um, and now with 11, don't kill me. Um, but the Dolphins go Josh Allen here. I don't. Um, okay. That's well, a wise okay, move. That's not, I think. that's not terrible. I, I thought it was going to be like way worse, but okay. That's, <laughs> no, not, that's they, not that bad. They need a quarterback, and I don't. I, I love Allen's arm. His, he's got plus arm strength, but he yeah. can't hit the side of a barn. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's just going, thank you. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think he's going to be another bust, but I think this is one of the panic moves where they need a quarterback mm-hmm. and they're going to just go after one. Um, yeah. I've got an opinion. Oh, yes? Yeah, so I think uh, they might actually go quarterback here. I think they might go Baker Mayfield, though. Because of the offensive system, the offensive mind you got there. Um, uh, might work out yeah. for them. I also think they might go defensive tackle. So my guy since, would be the since, Washington guy. Since uh, uh, yeah. since Ndamukong Sue is not yeah. there anymore. Well, yeah. I was going to say, if we're, you know, we could just go back and forth. The Dolphins, I have them taking Vita Vita. Okay. Um, my only concern with him is that, you know, nine and a half sacks in this whole collegiate career, he's not going to be like, he's not going to be a pass rusher defensive tackle like Indomitian Sue, right. but I think he'll be a good like hole plugger. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's, I th- I think he's going to eat up blocks. And But the thing is, though, I don't see him being like an every down defensive tackle, which I guess is good for him to start and just kind of get a feel for the system. I think he'll be in there for like certain sub packages, but he'll work his way up to more snaps, and I think I think he can be an every down and every down uh, tackle. I think he can be, but mm-hmm. sorry. Okay, so who do you have the Bills taking at twelve there, Tom? The Bills. I've got him taking Mike McGlinchey from Notre Dame. Oh, um, okay. The I, the, I the, think, ta- the tackle, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they give McCarron a chance. I think they at least give him one year. Mm. Um, so I don't think they go quarterback just yet. Um, yeah. but they they have a hole in the offensive line. Um, and that's their that's their next biggest hole. Yeah, I think their offensive line is solid enough. But for me, see, we've talked about it before. Play like teams don't trade up as far as as far as teams trade up to to not take quarterbacks. So mm-hmm. twelve, I have the Bills taking Josh Allen. Um, I don't like I I, <laughs> I don't like Josh Allen. I don't I think he's overrated. I I think I think he's got an A plus arm like strength wise, mm-hmm. but. I, Matt and I have talked about it. We we watched Senior Bowl practice where you know, they have like the net with like the pockets in it. Yeah. And, spo- and they with numbers and they tell them what number and he's supposed to hit. He's supposed to hit the pockets. He he turns. He throws. He misses the net. <laughs> he misses the net completely. He doesn't oh, even. God. He doesn't even hit like the pocket. He nothing. He no. airballs it completely. And I think I think his biggest. I think the biggest red flag for him. Is that he's got all like the measurables? He's got like the arm strength, but he's gonna miss a lot. And mm-hmm. I think I think what's gonna I think what what needs to happen? He needs to work on his footwork, and he needs to be able to plant his feet better. Because like a lot of the interceptions that he threw were like back foot, yeah. or you know, some of them weren't his fault. They bounced off receivers' hands, and then they got picked off. So that's not his fault. But I think that he needs to he needs to be in a system where where he can turn the turn around and hand the ball off a lot, like 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 Michelle McCoy. I think having a running back like that would be good mm-hmm. for him. So that's why I have the Bills taking Josh Allen. So who do you have at thirteen there? Thirteen, um, the Redskins are gonna go Mike Hughes out of Central Florida, the cornerback. Hmm. Um their secondary needs some help. 
Okay. Um, and I really like Hughes. I think he's a player. Um, he, he we'll just say he plays hard every snap. Hmm. Um, he's never gonna take a snap off. Um, and I think I think he's the type of player they need right now. Yeah. For me, I have them. Matt will appreciate this. Orlando Brown, mm. offensive tackle from Oklahoma. He is. He's not the fastest guy in the world, but <laughs> but. But I think uh, they have Williams at left tackle. You throw Orlando Brown over at right tackle. I think he'll be a solid like run blocker for him. The, you know, and then and then reunite uh, Sajay P Ryan um, with off with his offensive line buddy, and then have him run behind him. I think that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And you look at um, you know his combine stats were just awful, just historically bad. Yeah. But you turn on the tape and you see a totally different guy. Yeah. Yeah. And. Right. You you look at his um, sacks given up. I think it was one sack in the last two years. Yeah, and so, he's so a that's solid unreal. Yeah. yeah, and so as they just traded for um, Alex Smith. Alex Smith is he's proven he could be a mobile guy, but he's getting older, so you need to protect Alex Smith. So I think yeah. I think getting an offensive tackle to sure up that offensive line, I think, is the move to go. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts on this, David? You've been awful quiet. <laughs> no, I'm just I, I'm just taking in everything. I don't think I don't know. I, you're you're definitely right though. He is not a good player on paper, but <laughs> when you watch him, he's like explosive. He's great. He's weird. Yeah. He's just but, strong. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So who do you who do you got at fourteen there, Tom? So fourteen, I got the Packers taking Davenport. Wow. Oh yeah. Um, he, but yeah, that's right. Phil. They need a pass rusher. Um. Mm. And I I think he he'll fit in yeah. that defense. Mm. For me, I have them taking Josh Jackson, okay. the cornerback from Iowa, um, just because they traded uh, Demarius Randall, so they need to fill in that spot. Um, I think he's probably the, I think he's probably the best lockdown corner in this draft. Denzel Ward has speed, and he's more of like an athletic cornerback, but technique-wise, I feel like Josh Jackson is the best one in the draft, and I think falling to falling to them at fourteen is great for them because they need a cornerback that can can lock down guys like Stephon Diggs. And um, and Thielen and stuff like that. So, oh, and freaking um, Allen Robinson, who's mm-hmm. in the who's on the Bears now. Um, they need someone to lock down these these bigger receivers in the um, in the NFC North. So I think they go Josh Jackson there. Okay. Who do you who do you got at fifteen there? Tell so me. the Cardinals, I got them taking Baker Mayfield. Wow, um, quarterback Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be sitting behind Sam Bradford, another Oklahoma guy. Don't even get me started um, on Sam Bradford right now. And, uh, <laughs> don't even get me. Don't even get me. We traded a pick for that piece of anyway. <laughs> Hopefully, for, for, we you traded Nick Foles for. <laughs> yeah, that was a good plan actually. <laughs> Won us the damn Super Bowl. No, I mean you traded Nick Foles initially for Sam Bradford. I know. I'm saying. Rams. Yeah, I'm saying. It, why we did that yeah anyway. for that guy but um <sighs> yeah i think they need a quarterback of the future um and maybe bradford can teach him a thing or two like <laughs> like how to flake out oh man <laughs> yeah oh, behave behave <laughs> um at 15 i have them taking connor williams offensive guard from texas he was probably the brightest spot on that texas team <laughs> uh, it's because texas has not been known for being great Oh, here's here's the state of Texas football. Their punter declared early this year. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the first time that a punter's ever declared early? Oh, it's like I need to get on a team that wins at least three games. Right. Uh, 
Um, but I have him taking Connor Williams. He's a big, strong guy. I feel like putting him on the opposite side of um, um, Upati mm-hmm. on the other, on the like on the the left guard side or mm-hmm. the right guard side, whichever side Upati plays on. Um, I think he's left. I think yeah, I think he's left yeah. guard. Um, they, I knew they had him at right guard a few times, so that's why. And uh, yeah, I think having him on the opposite side will help shore up that offensive line uh, to protect Sam Bradford. I think they should they should try to. Stick with Sam Bradford because the the contract that he signed, he has a they they have a second year team option. So yep. if like if he's good, then they'll they'll resign him. So I was gonna say you don't sign a guy unless you want him to play, right? So I was gonna say sign him. Uh, this is a draft. So draft Connor Williams, protect Sam Bradford. You guys might have a chance in the in the NFC West this year because it's kind of been falling apart. Mm. Anyway, uh, moving on to sixteen, we got the Ravens. Who do you got them taking, dude? So with the Ravens, um. I went a little bit different from what a lot of mock drafts are saying. So um, is this going to be controversial? Yeah, you guys might not like it. Um, but I've got James Daniels, center from Iowa. Oh, um, they, okay. They just yes. lost their starting center. Yeah. And they oh, ne- to, the pa- got, uh, to the Packers. Yeah, Ryan right? Jensen. Ryan Jensen. Yeah, that dude's a freak. Um, he's, a red, he's like a redhead. All of his red hair flowing up. Yeah, he looks like a Viking. Awesome. Yeah. Um, they, they need to start working on filling that hole. I don't mm. know if Daniels will fill it right away. But uh, I think in the long run, he'll be the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have the Ravens taking an offensive lineman as well, but uh, Colton Miller, a tackle from UCLA. Um, I think I think, um, I think, they have enough like, offensive linemen there that are, that are kind of like mix and matching enough that you can move, guy, you can move like, one, of your, one of your tackles to, to guard and then have, him, have Colton Miller play right, uh, right tackle because they have uh, Stanley at left tackle. Yeah. So I think um, adding adding depth at offensive line is always good. Um, so you can like move pieces around and mix and match and see like what fits best because they had because um, I remember before they had um, Osemele playing tackle and then they moved him in the guard and that was a better fit. Mm-hmm. So um, there that that organization's been been known for for moving pieces around and making it fit like to the best of their ability. So I think drafting a tackle there, a big strong guy who can who could play guard if you wanted him to. Um, I think he'll be a good fit for them. So who do you have the Chargers picking at 17, Tom? Um, so the Chargers, they pick a kid that I love. Oh, yeah? Um, Leighton Vanderesh out of Boise State. Oh, the State. linebacker? Yeah. Um, being, being in the Mountain West, I've seen a lot of him. Um, he's a tackling machine, mm-hmm. um, and I love this kid. See, I don't I don't agree with them taking a linebacker because I, I feel like every year they take a linebacker pretty high. And I get that it's because like injuries happen and they need depth at linebacker, mm-hmm. but I feel like they need to go somewhere else. Okay. It's somewhere that I I've been saying for a while that they need to take in the first round and they never have. And Matt, you'll you'll like this one. I have the Chargers taking Baker Mayfield Ooh. from Oklahoma at seventeen. He can sit behind Rivers and learn. And then when Rivers decides to hang up the cleats, Next Baker, year. May- Baker Mayfield. I don't think. I don't think Rivers. No, will be, he'll be around for a couple. I, years. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll be. I don't think he'll retire next year. You're but. right. He has like 57 kids. He has to take. Care of. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has nine kids. Anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. No. Dude is committed though. Drives yeah, yeah. up to L.A. Yeah, drives up to L.A. Wow. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Baker Mayfield at 17. Um, he could sit behind Rivers, learn, and then when he is ready to play. He's got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Hopefully, be healthy at the time when he's ready to play. Right, and then he'll have he'll have Hunter Henry, uh, mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon, and they got that great defense there with 
a, a rejuvenated secondary who yeah. freaking led the league in interceptions at one point and it was like the best rated uh, secondary. Um, that I think I think they they needed to take a quarterback pretty high in the draft with the specific reason to groom them to be the backup. And I think Baker falling to them there makes the most sense. So yeah. I think yeah. I do I do agree. If they don't go Leighton, I think they and Baker's on the board, I think they go Baker. Yeah. Um with eighteen, the Seahawks. Um I have them taking Josh Jackson from Iowa. Um I explain that a little bit. Well, I, um, I, I I think I know where he's going, but go for it. So they lost Sherman. Right. Yeah. Um and they're they've got a I mean that's Josh Jackson isn't gonna fill Sherman's right. shoes. Yeah. Um but you gotta start. Um, you gotta, <laughs> gotta start grabbing pieces and hope you, one of them sticks. Yeah. You, you've gotta, you've gotta do something to. I feel like the NFC West has just been getting beaten up, and then just. I think you've gotta, you've gotta start trying to build the secondary back up. Um, yeah. The the it's kind of a changing of a guard, um, and they've got to bring a new generation in. Mm. Speaking of changing of a guard, I have them taking Isaiah Wynn, guard from Georgia. Uh, I think um, uh, freaking Russell Wilson was running way too much last year. He he needs to sit in the pocket and be a quarterback. He doesn't have to. He doesn't need to be the running back for them too. Uh, so I think that solidifying the offensive line. They traded for Brown, which he's an older guy. I considered having them take a tackle, but I don't think there was any tackles worth taking um, left at the moment. Um, in the draft, um, in the draft, so um, I've been taking Win, which I think he's a solid guy in the middle that will that will protect them, and then will also help out in the run game a lot. So that's why I have them. That's why I have taking. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I have the Seahawks taking. Okay. All right. Who do you have at nineteen there? With nineteen, um, the Cowboys go Calvin Ridley. Oh yeah, me too. From Alabama. Me too. Um, they need someone to take some of that attention off of Dez. And put him on the other Dez side. Dez won't be there anymore. <laughs> uh, sorry. Well, no, they signed Alan Hearns. De- Dez is going to be out of there, dude. He's asking for way too much money for for production that's not worth the money he's asking for. Guy's got an arm like a leg. It's terrible. <laughs> sorry. I mean, it, it, what's ridiculous is that he he hasn't had a thousand yard receiving season since 2014. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's asking for for top money. It's like, no, dude, produce. You know, okay, yeah, injuries happen. I, I'm not, I'm not faulting him for that. But too many drops. You've been dropping the ball way too much, dude, to be asking for top mm. receiver money. And the same thing with, um, with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. He got hurt last year, which there's nothing he could do about that. But leading up to that, and then like the season beforehand with all the behavioral issues, and then in the playoffs the year before that with you know all the drops and everything, he doesn't, he's not, he hasn't earned top top receiver money. But these guys are prima donnas, and I think Calvin Ridley is. Is like one of those like classic like like blue collar guys that's gonna do the work and sh- and shut up. He's kind of he he reminds me a lot of Amari Cooper, and I think it's because he came from Alabama. I think those guys are really soft spoken. Yeah, I think be. Um, OBJ is like living off of the legacy of that one handed catch still. Yeah, you know? and the, don't you know is, who I am? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing with wide receivers is that so many of them have like attitudes, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's because of how isolated they are from the rest of the offense. You know, <laughs> everybody's in tight, and they're, like, way out here doing their own thing, thinking about how great they are. Right. <laughs> As, it's coming from a former running back. <laughs> You're very, like, it's like, you guys don't get it. But, um, yeah, so I have them taking Calvin Ridley as well, just because they need a solid number two guy. Mm-hmm. I, I think he could potentially be a number one guy. 
um, as well. So I agree. He also does not drop the ball very often. Nope. Um, <laughs> does Bryant. Anyway. Um, uh, well, my, okay. Well, they, it's they my cha- job to bad talk the Cowboys. Well, they, well, they, well no, they changed the rules. Um, yeah, they did change the catch. They, yeah. they, they changed the rules. So 2014, that the Des the Des catch and yeah. in, in Lambo caught it. That that was a catch. Yep. That does a lot for them now. But yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, I isn't love, it? I love that. They're like, I'm sure all Cowboys fans are like, that's great that yeah. you overturned that now. I know. That, I re- that helps us out a lot now. <laughs> I know a lot of people were screaming at the, right. the Super Bowl with uh, if Ertz. That, if that was a catch, then Des caught yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I mean, and they they corrected it. That's right. That's yeah. that's a catch. Isn't now. it now? It's possession, and then the third step. It's it's and it's, like... potesh, it's p- potession. Potession. <laughs> potession. Delicatessen. It's, it's possession, and then three steps, and then and or a, like a football move. Right. So like a, a lunge or reach yeah. or whatever. Then that's a catch, and yeah. then anything after that's a fumble. Right. So the so the James so the the Jesse James catch in the against the steel against the Patriots for mm-hmm. the Steelers that would have been the touchdown. Mm. Yep. But yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, uh, we're getting we're getting way off. That. Okay, <laughs> right. so twenty, uh, the Lions. Who do you have them taking? So with the Lions, um, this is actually where I have Vita Vea going off the board. Wow, um, that's really late. Matt I mean, Patricia's coming in, defensive mind. Mm. Um, okay, I think he brings something in to bolster that defensive line. All right, that's fair. I see that. Um, I have them taking uh, James Daniels, the center from Iowa, just because they need to. I think they need to retool the offensive line. They have a lot of age on their offensive line, so I think. Uh, they go center, um, kind of do what the what the what the Cowboys did, draft a solid a solid center, uh, and um, like they did with Fredericks, and um, just kind of build around that. And I think um, I think they can retool that offensive line. I think they'll be really good. Mm-hmm. What do you have at twenty one for the twenty one for the Bengals? This is actually where I have Orlando Brown coming off. Oh. Um, wow, that's they... very far from where I have him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I mean I still do have. Some questions just from the combine, but yeah. um, well, that's some, the only reason I let him drop this far. Some guys, some guys are better in game than in practice. Mm-hmm. Some guys aren't practice players. But I don't think he deserves to drop out of the first round. Um, I think the film shows he's. I think if you had any any guys from Oklahoma who were supposed to go in the first round drop out of the first round, you would have gotten an earful from Matt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would have been like, "How <laughs> dare you, sir!" <laughs> You wouldn't, because I, I get those really bad numbers. He did improve at the OU Pro Day a little bit. Yes, he did. Um, but there's, you know, guys on NFL.com that have him in, like, the third round, yeah. you know, and so oh, I think that's way too low. But I could harsh. see him slipping to the second round, because the numbers are real. They don't tell everything. They don't tell as much as I think people think they tell. No. But they are real. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. are, they are they are genuine concerns, yes. I, but I think I saw Chad Readers had him in the fourth round in his oh, most no. recent – um, <laughs> oh. What did he do? Sleep with his wife or something? <laughs> Shit! I hate him. Yeah, I hate Orlando he, Brown. He's, like, a, he's a demon. I have uh, <laughs> I have the Bengals taking uh, Will Hernandez, uh, the guard from Texas. Okay. Him? Yeah, yeah. Those two, those two were probably the best. I was gonna say Will Hernandez was the second best player on the Texas team. Oh, yeah. UTEP. Oh, UTEP. El Paso. There it is. Yeah, I have that written on the side. <laughs> I totally missed that. Um, well, Will. Yeah, Will Hernandez. Um, yeah, I think. I think. Yeah. So I think that they. Um, yeah, they just. I think the Bengals. Yeah, they get a, a player that helps them uh, block in the middle. I think he's a. I think he. Yeah, he's probably the best player to come out of that school in like forever. Um, 
So I think he'll be the first player to be taken in the first round from that school. So mm-hmm. if not by the Bengals, I think I think some team that needs an offensive guard will take him before the first round is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Who do you who do you have the Bills taking at twenty two with their second first round so pick? The Bills. Um, and it's it's a little confusing because um, I didn't go this route the first pick, um, but I'm going quarterback. Um, Lamar Jackson. Um, really. I think hmm. I think they give McCarron a chance, um, but I think Jackson fits. They give the, they give McCarron a chance, but they still light a fire under his butt by yeah. taking yeah. a quarterback. They're just like you're doing okay, or are you? <laughs> you're okay. You're our guy. Or are yeah. you? <laughs> I think because I think he hasn't. I mean, he hasn't started yet. So I think you can't be all in on a guy who's been a backup for four years. And not have a backup plan. Hmm. Um, well, they got Peterman. <laughs> yeah, we we saw how that worked out. <laughs> well, that's the that was the Bills' reasoning for last year when they drafted him. It's like we have Peterman, so yep. we could just put him in, see how he does. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was that was garbage fire. Anyway, um, okay, I have the Bills taking. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, Gier Alexander. I think is how you pronounce his name. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, Cornerback from Louisville, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I putting, mean, putting him. It's Louisville. <laughs> Louisville. Louisville. Uh, I'm worried about pronouncing his his first name, but I'm I'm pronouncing yeah. the school wrong. Right. Of course. <laughs> um, I have them. I have them taking him uh, just to be the opposite side to um, to uh, Drew Davis. Mm-hmm. Drew Davis White. He was a he was a surprise coming out of college. I don't think people thought he would be that good. No. Um, yeah. But I think uh, Jerry Alexander um, put him on the other side, and I think that could be a good, um, a good one-two uh, corner combination, especially for the division with like the Patriots and with um, and with the Dolphins retooling and everything like that. So I think mm-hmm. I think that would be good. I think the Bills will be a team to watch for uh, for next year. Anyway, we'll we'll get we'll we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, who do you got the Rams taking? It's the Rams. I got them going. Um, Rashawn Evans, linebacker, Alabama. Mm. Um, I don't even think I have him in my first round. They they lost Ogletree, um, mm. and um, well, they didn't lose him. They traded him. Well, <laughs> let's, be, let's be He's fair. He's not on the team anymore. He they um, did, they, did, they just didn't want him anymore. And so <laughs> they got him out of there. Um, I think they go with a linebacker at this pick. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I see. I have them taking Christian Kirk, wide okay. receiver from Texas A and M, because they just lo- no, they just lost. Oh, that's right. They Christian did. Kirk. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. lost Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think putting him with Woods and then Cup, they 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 won't they won't miss a beat. No, they'll they'll be they'll be back playoff. Something contention be very next year. wrong if they. <laughs> they'll be back in playoff contention next year. Yeah, I, for sure. Um, so who do you have the Panthers taking at twenty four, Tom? Panthers. I have them taking um, Cortland Sutton, wide receiver, SMU. Ooh, okay. Um, just I, I have I see him more going in the second round. Give, give Cam Newton some more weapons. Big, to throw big, to. big, big body target. Yeah. yeah, I have them taking Sam Hubbard, the uh, defensive end from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just need more uh, more bodies on the defensive line just to rotate. Uh, they all, I I was debating whether or not to give them uh, Darren Payne, but they just signed Dontari Poe, so. Um, I don't think they need that defensive tackle spot. I think they need to fill in the other side where um, Julius Peppers, or have them, or have him sit behind 
uh, Peppers and like learn from him, I feel like that would be a really good uh, learning experience for him. So I think if he fell to them, that would be really good. Uh, who do you have for 25 for the Titans, Tom? For the Titans, I have them going Harold Landry from Boston College. Mm. Um, okay. They, they need an edge rusher. Um, I don't think I have him in the and, first time either. I don't. Um, Landry's the best edge guy that's still on my board. Mm. Um, so I have them going. I have them. I think I feel like they're pretty solid on defense. I have them taking Hayden Hurst, the tight end okay. from South Carolina, um, only because I think just giving Marcus Mariota one more target to to throw to, I think would help him out a lot. Because mm-hmm. um, they have um, they have Henry. They do have Eric Decker. Um, well, I thought I thought he's a free agent now, but anyway, he is. Uh, he is. Yeah. So I think I think uh, I think I think giving him a uh, a solid tight end receiver I think would be good. He's the best tight end in the draft I think. So, or do you have the Falcons taking? The Falcons, they're gonna go Deron Payne. Yeah, from I, Alabama. I have him there too, just because they lost on Terry Poe. Um, they need to fill in that big hole. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm glad we agree on that one. <laughs> um, who do you have the Saints taking? This one, this one might be controversial for me um, anyway so the saints i have them going um and i might butcher the name um <laughs> dallas godert um from south dakota state the fake sdsu uh, um it, dallas gogurt <laughs> it'll give Gogurt a tight end um mm, okay that is a need of theirs Dion eh. lewis was the Oh, that's right. Yeah, he signed there. That's right. And they also signed Malcolm Butler, uh, a cornerback. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. I have the Saints taking Lamar Jackson. Hmm. I think him sitting behind Drew Brees is just what he needs. And Drew Brees, if he decides to retire after two years, uh, after a two-year contract, then that will be good. Yeah. Then Lamar Jackson can just step in. In the meantime, um, Sean Payton knows how to use players out of position well. So I think yeah. he'd be able to use Lamar Jackson early. And mm-hmm. put him in positions to be successful, whether or not it's him using him in the wildcat or whatever. I think I think that would be good. And then and then while he's there doing all that stuff, he's still learning behind Drew Brees and stuff. So I think that's mm-hmm. like the best situation for him. I think if he falls to them, then they take him. No no questions asked. Yeah. Um, who do you have the Steelers taking there, Tom? So the Steelers, I have them going Justin Reed, the safety from Stanford. Mm. Um, that's kind of high, don't you think? Maybe a little bit, um, but I think yeah, safety. Um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. safety. Hmm. Um, I think I think they need a little bit of secondary help. Okay, um, and so that's why I have them picking him here. I respect that. I have them taking a uh, light and Vanderish because mm-hmm. uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, Shazier got hurt and he's still he. I don't think he'll play next year either. So I think they do need. Um, a solid player who, like you said before, is a tackling machine. So I think, and I think he fits like their personality, the Steelers, just being a hard-nosed team that likes to tackle and hit people. So I think, I think he'd be a good fit for them there. When you think about the Jaguars at twenty-nine, Tom. Um. So this one, I've got Connor Williams. Um. Oh, okay. All right. Give some O-line help. Um. For both Bortles and. Um, What's his name? I'm blanking. LSU guy. Yeah. Oh, Fournette. Yeah, Fournette. Yeah. <laughs> totally blanked on his name. Yeah. I think he does too sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. 
It's like I'm... um, I have the Jaguars taking Mike Kaziski. I think is his name. Is how you pronounce his name? Gasicki. Gasicki. He's really good. He's just Jasicki. Um, Mike. 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 Mike Jasicki. Um, tight end from Penn State. I think he. Um, the measurables are really good in the the combine, but I think um, behind Hayden Hurst, I think he's probably. I think they're tied for number for number one tight end in the draft. I think either either or would have been good, um, but I think it helps him helps. Uh, Gives give Bortle another tight end option. What's up? The official pronunciation is Jasicki. Jasicki. Thank you, Matt. You are you are our linguist. Thank you. Right. Um, I'll then... take uh, long names for four hundred. <laughs> Do you know the you know the word for you know the phobia word for fear of long words? Isn't it like a ridiculous? It's, it's the like, long. It's like I think my maybe the hippo, longest word in the English isn't dictionary. Like hippopotamus something. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 such a joke. Like, <laughs> how dare you give people with that phobia like, a long word for your phobia? To, to say that's, well, that's so like mean. that's like people with dyslexia. The best way to tell is trying to say dyslexic. I'm sorry. I'm dyslexic. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. Yeah. I know. You see that word? It's ridiculous. Um. Okay, so the Vikings at 30. Who do you got them taking? I've got Will Hernandez coming off the board here. Okay. Um, build the O-line a little bit um, and just give him, give him some help yeah. protecting. Case. No, not a case. Oh, oh, oh goodness. Oh, Kirk. Kirk yeah. Cousins. Kirk That $86 Cameron. million dollar investment. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> got to protect your assets. Uh, I have them taking an offensive lineman too. Uh, Mike... Uh, Mike Galinchy? McGlinchy. Notre Dame game. Yeah, the offensive tackle from Notre Dame. Uh, just solidify the offensive line. You know, they they had some guy they have some older guys, the guy retired, I think. So I think um, solidifying that offensive line, protecting um, protecting uh, yeah, exactly, your eighty six million dollar oh my gosh. <laughs> I still can't believe they did that. Anyway. Uh... All right. My last two picks are going to be very controversial, but you go okay. ahead and whatever. Um, just just tell me, just tell me, thirty-one and thirty-two. Do you have the Patriots and the Eagles taking? Tell me. Thirty-one, I've got them taking Colton Miller. Okay. Um, to fill the O line, um, and thirty-two, I have Jair Alexander. Why? <laughs> Why though? We don't need him. Oh. oh my God. Okay, David, you might like mine. So with. The 31st pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, the Patriots select <clears throat> a cheerleader, Sony Michelle. I was close. Yeah, mm. pretty. I was close. I have them taking Sony Michelle, uh, and um, with the Eagles, the be 32nd nice overall pick. Be be very nice to me, please. <laughs> I have them taking Chip Kelly. No, I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> I could see him squeezing into a, a uh, offensive tackle uniform. And he just goes up and bad mouths them on their play style. No. You need to the run Eagles, your route better. I have them taking Rashad Penny. Ooh. Thank you. Sneak just barely sneaking into that first wow. round. Thank you. I, I know I know that seems very controversial, but No, I kinda get it. I kinda get it. <laughs> it's like I like it. I kinda get it. Yes. Um well, my okay, my reasoning behind both of those, let me explain. I think I talked to David about this a little bit, but yeah. my 
my top like three running backs in this draft go Barkley, Michelle, Penny, and then everybody else. Like you can rank them however you want afterwards. I don't really care because those are the top three guys. I think that will be the most successful in the in the NFL when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. I think Saquon Barkley does everything really really well. Where Sony Michelle, I think is a he's better. He's a better receiving back, which fits the Patriots system like they like to run the three back system where like like every running back does their own different thing um I think plugging him in with they they just signed uh, Jeremy Hill the Patriots did so they have Jeremy Hill I think Sony Michelle and then James White that's a great that's a great three back system mm-hmm. if you want to run a three back system if you ask me uh, if I if I was an offensive coordinator and I had those three backs oh my gosh uh, happy birthday to me right. <laughs> if I found out my team drafted them uh, and but then the Eagles what's up my only problem with now I respect that you gave me one of your, one of your favorite picks but we already have a Jaji and Clement and I mean who are we going to replace Smallwood like who who like what what moves are we supposed to make for that okay well, like, well, you know, you you won't have to make any moves because the Eagles ran a very similar system. Yeah, they no, had they, had, they like, had a three back. I'd want to see him play f- like first round, and I know for a fact the only move that they would do is if they like somehow get a Jaji out because they're going to hold on to Clement. But I think they're both under contract, so it doesn't matter either way. Well, no, because thing... we just got a Jaji, so we're not well, going to get rid of, all, of him. First of all, <laughs> so it's pronounced it's a Jai. It's a Jai. Excuse um, me. You're but an Eagle fan. Get it right, dude. I've been saying it. Not like a Boise that, State. Anyway, um, right. But I want to know who you would t- who you would have the Eagles take. Okay. At thirty. We need a safety. Like in my what? opinion, I I just think we need a safety like Trey Matthews or I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I I don't think we need any running backs or like. Maybe a linebacker. Who's the guy out of Penn State? Who's that one guy? Or that yeah. one hard to pronounce guy on offensive yeah. tackle from Michigan? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. I do. I I could see it's, his name. I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. Yeah, I me mean neither. <laughs> Chukawada something. I don't know. Chukamama Chuchu. Let me see. But I don't but, think we need more running backs. But well, I, it, it, it's I, not, I get it's the. It's not that you need more running backs. It's just who would take, we have? I think ha- I think the best. I think the best option for you guys is to ha- have another player to fill in that spot that LeGarrette Blunt is left because he went to the Lions. Yeah. So I think getting him, because like, what I hate <laughs> to see, what I would hate to see, is like teams want a player in the first round, but they don't think he's he's exactly worth taking in the first round because they're not sure. So they yeah. take someone else that they don't need, then that ends up not playing that much, then. You know, they plan to get him in the second or third round, and then they and then the player that they want gets taken like a pick before them. Right. And then that player goes on and plays with the other team and is like really great. And they missed out because they didn't take him when when they had him there. Right. So that's what I that's what I'm saying. I've done that in Madden so many times. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Oh, they won't take a running back. Oh no. <laughs> I just got the guy's name Chukwama Okafor. He's the offensive tackle out of western Michigan. And uh, he's got—I don't know—he's—he's uh, he's kind of flying under the radar. I think. I think he could. I could. I think he could work. I don't know. I think we need more just like added defense. I know we have a really, really nice setup this year with Bennett added to the team, but I don't think we need more like running or or wide receiver. We got a lot of those already. So I think like a linebacker, safety, maybe another offensive. I mean. I don't know. The Eagles are already the best team, so what else could you <laughs> add to it? <laughs> okay, Matt. Um, you guys didn't have a first-round pick, 
But what are you guys' biggest needs? The Texans, well, right? Well, yeah. I wrote off this draft after we uh, signed, what's his face? Brock <laughs> Osweiler. Um, um, and I just <laughs> thought, no, this is just, this is just not going to happen, and I'm not going to worry about it too much. Um, but, I, man, I think signing, signing Tyran Matthew and uh, uh, Aaron Colvin. Yes. Uh, I think that makes the defense elite. I think they're good there. Yeah. I think what they could do, well, let's see. I think I think receiver is good. They need a tight end. I think one guy that they could get is Troy Fumagalli from yeah. Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Dude's hmm. missing an index finger, but he's I think he's got the best hands of yeah. any of the tight ends yeah. in the draft. Nine fingers. Oh yeah, and oh, dude, he does it great. See that he's guy who did it with job. no like no hand, no arm. Shaquem Sha- Sha- Griffin. Yeah. Sha- that dude who ran faster awesome. than most receivers yeah. in the combine this yeah, year. He's, he's got less good. weight to swing dude around. Dude put up I think twenty one uh, reps on, uh, on bench. Um that one yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. But yeah, I think I, I think hope, I hope he gets drafted high. Uh, probably not in the first round, but I hope he goes at least second yeah. round. He, yeah, I, th- I, I think, think he will. will. Yeah. Um, but I'm 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 totally hoping for Fumagalli, 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 whatever. Um, the Italian sounding n- name from Wisconsin. Fumagalli. Yeah. Fumagalli. Oh Magali. Oh Magali. Okay, so moving into our, our last segment of this of this NFL special episode, mm. whatever you want to call it. We are gonna go. We're gonna go through each division. We're gonna pick a division winner out of the out of the out of the divisions. You? Why even ask me? Why well, even? No, I'm, why, I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking at you. Just, just I'm why looking. I'm trying to look at everybody. Right. Um, we're gonna pick a division winner out of all the divisions, and then we're gonna make um, we're gonna make Super Bowl, Super Bowl predictions. Eagles take it again. Okay. Well, we don't have to ask David because we know we know where his heart lies. So let's start. Let's see. Let's start in the AFC, and we'll go. We'll go AFC. We'll go AFC South. Who who wins that division? Mm. I think I know where um, Matt's gonna go. But well, I I think it's toss up. I think it's yeah. It's Jags or Texans. I th- I think so too. I think if Deshaun Watson's healthy yeah. for the whole season, I think uh, Jacksonville yeah. and uh, ten and uh, t- Tennessee. I think hmm. Jacksonville and Houston are going to really compete for that number right. one spot. Yeah, because um, you've you got to make sure that, that Watson and Watt are healthy. Those are the two guys, yeah. right? And those two guys got hurt last year, and then your season kind of fell apart after yep. that. So yeah. I think that – I think, yeah. I think you'll be competing for for one of those two. Um, how many teams out of that division do you think make the playoffs? Mm, I think I think two. Think I, two? I don't okay. think the Titans are going to be quite good enough to get yeah, that there. That leaves four spots for the rest of the AFC, so we'll, we shall see. All right, uh, let's go. Let's go. A, let's go. AFC West. West. Let's say Tom. What do you? Who do you think wins the AFC West? The AFC West. Yeah. Um, Browns. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got the Raiders. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's um, interesting. I think I think they win, um, and I think the Chiefs get the second wild card spot. But wow. Mm. Um, so you think it's Raiders and Chiefs coming out of the AFC West? Mm-hmm. Wow. Gotcha. Yeah, possibly. Oh, uh, okay. What do you think about be... the What do you think about the AFC North there, David? Uh, I don't you, know. Who do you think wins that division? I think the Ravens have a chance, but Flacco hasn't been pulling his weight lately. So I think Bengals or Steelers usually it's them. Yeah, I would go. I would. Just, I, I think know. that's the Steelers division mm-hmm. to lose at this point because yeah. they they've proven to be the best team. I mean, to be fair, I'm. I'm gonna root for the Browns 
and I and hey, I everyone roots for the Browns because it's it's like <laughs> it's like a sad it's like, it's watching, like a sad puppy. You it's really like watching it Rudy. Okay. Yeah, I I say my my bold prediction that um the last the last game of the of the season is going to decide whether the Browns or the Steelers make the playoffs. The Browns or the Steelers will be on the cuffs of of a playoff berth and and it's like and if the game comes down to like Browns and Steelers like I did last year, whoever wins mm-hmm. that game makes playoffs. Okay. That I'm making that bold prediction. It'd be right nice now. to see not the Steelers. It would be nice. No, that's what I mean. It would be refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, AFC East. <sighs> I mean, I don't want to give it to the Patriots again, but I Come mean, on! I, Everyone I, knows it. Who who else? Who else? Are you gonna give it it's to? It's the division. It's their division to win, I guess. And the Patriots makes make make playoffs. So I think I think the AFC AFC playoffs will be like like Texans, Jaguars. Probably then we have then we'll have like I mean the Chiefs, <laughs> then um, Chiefs, Raiders, Browns, Patriots. I think that's the six teams in the playoffs. I think. I'm, I'm making that bold prediction. Browns, Browns sneak in, and wow. they are not a wild card. Wow. Browns aren't a wild card team. They, they are, they are a division winning team. I think. I, I think, I think, I think they they break even oh. with the Steelers in, in like division wins, and like they they each get one apiece. Like the Browns win at home, and the Steelers win uh, at home. You're saying this. Forty-two losses, one win. I, you're saying I, they're gonna. The thing go? is, though, I think I think. Man, they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have brought back Hugh Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> that I think is going to be the deciding factor, whether or not coaching gets better, because they have the players. Yeah, they do. They just have to. They have to utilize the team they got. Um, with that being said, you know, it'd be funny. What? Watching the Patriots lose to Dolphins. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Yeah. I I would love to see them lose to the Bills. That would be the anyone best. but the Jets, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> the Jets I don't think are Jets gonna... and Patriots yeah. What, not... I would love I would love a Bills Dolphins. Ooh. I would yes. love a Bills Dolphins. I would love that, I haven't actually. seen that in a long time. Yeah, yeah I would love that actually. Mm-hmm. Um okay so flipping over to the, the NFC. The nerf. The nerf okay so so David, who do you have? I think honestly, winning the NFC East. Winning the NFC East. Honestly, who do you think you see winning the NFC East and like making the playoffs from Bears? That? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's not even. But, uh, wait a I minute, know, I right? know, like everyone who's like a real fan is looking, looking at me like, wait a minute. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, not Vikings, probably Vikings. I said, I said East. Oh, I thought we started with the North. I said the North. I s- yeah, okay. Well, I said East. Okay. <laughs> That's why I said honestly. You I decided. Know. I asked you that because I know you're an Eagles fan, so you you'll probably be biased out of the out of the gate. But it's gonna be Eagles, man. It's gonna like, be Eagles. Do you see anyone else be... making playoffs from that division? You think the Red? Mm. You think the Redskins gonna sneak in their sneak their way with Alex Smith? They might have an issue. We might have an issue with that. I think so. <laughs> that might be a problem. We might have an issue with that. I got. You know, I gotta say Eagles. Okay. Look at the setup they have. Like, come on. No, that's fair. No, that's fair. Wentz was like the dynamo, and then he got injured in the Rams game, and then the goat carried us. <laughs> the goat carried us. The goat carried us. All right, Tom. Then, Tom. Yeah. Well, you you got NFC North. Okay. Not then you did. See how it is. The North? Um, who do you see winning the North? I think the Vikings do. Yeah? Um, I think with the quarterback, I think it just – I mean, they won last year, and adding – the missing piece, I think. Adding, adding an actual, like, 
because the case Keenum was like a C plus quarterback with a yeah. good with a good cast around him. You know, with Kirk being like a B quarterback with yeah, he's not the best, but he'll do. He'll get the job done. Yeah, <laughs> that's the slogan for the season. <laughs> I mean, it's not the best, but what are you gonna do? Right. <laughs> All right, Matt. Who do you see winning the NFC South? I'm going Saints. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's an. E- I think that's a safe pick. Yeah. It's always either Saints or. Panthers. I feel like the NFC South is always like in flux. Like yeah. it's it's either it's like yeah, it's never the same. No. I mean, you got Falcons, Saints, and Panthers. They all went to. I mean. Right. Yeah. yeah. They all. They were all. They, 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 they were all. They were all in the Super Bowl in like the last yeah. few years. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Right. It's well, like it's in the a, in the last ten years, they were. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough division. Um. I think. Oh, the Bucks I think the Saints too. Win in 2002, it. the Bucks were in the Super Bowl too. Yep. So all four of those teams were in the Super Bowl the last ten years. So yeah, I think Saints win it. Um, I also think that the Panthers might get the wild card. Yeah. Mm. You don't think uh, you don't think the Falcons will will make make a wild card? Well, I think. It, it, they they might. I just I just don't know if three three from the same division is going to happen. I think the again. I think the Panthers going to take the season, and then the Saints are going to be the wild cards. What I think. I don't think. I, from what I've seen this yeah. last season, I don't know if they've got their stuff together. Mm. But Falcons, I mean, I, that's, I mean, it's hard hard to hard to recover from that yeah. from that division loss to the yeah. Vikings. Just that that hard whiff, yeah. <laughs> from yeah. Williams, that was terrible. It's so sad. Oh. I know Tom's just covering his face. Like, whiff uh, heard around the world. Yeah. I know the. I know. No. Just, just the still. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Couldn't beat terrible. Tom Brady. Um, so <laughs> NFC West, man, that's that's a toss up, dude. Because yeah. I mean, the Seahawks fell apart defensive wise. They fell apart. Um, it depends on how they how they do in the draft and the rest of this off season. How how they do. Um, yeah. But I think Rams. You know, it's got to be the Rams. Come on. It's gonna be what what's gonna happen is the Rams are gonna take the division, and then 49ers grabbing a wild card spot. I completely agree. It, Either that, really? either that, or have it the other way, where like the 49ers win the division, and the Rams like take the um, take like the third seed, and then the Saints have the number two seed or something like that. Mm. And then the Vi- and then the Vikings have the uh, the the third or the fourth seed, depending. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then like know. the the Panthers or the Redskins. I think Panthers and Redskins take wild card spots, and I think that's your that's your six in the in the NFC playoff bracket. I think. Because I mean Garoppolo, I mean just from what I've seen, I think he can. I think he can be a consistent quarterback for the for Niners, which they haven't had in a really long time. <laughs> so I think, I think having him there, I think will be will be a good fit for them. And I think if they build on their defense, I think they can go back to uh, like a defensive winning attitude. Right. Where where they have a guy who can take care of the ball, doesn't turn it over, run the rock, and then and then have play good defense. Yeah. So I think. I think the 49ers have a legitimate chance to steal this division out from the Rams' noses if they're not if they're not careful. I don't know. I, from what we saw with the Rams with this season, I don't know. I feel like they're well. They're... They they have a very high octane offense, but yeah. I feel like the 49ers they they've done they've done a little bit to combat combat it a little bit with signing Richard Sherman and stuff like that. So I yeah. think that they have a good chance to kind of win the division by one or two games, possibly. Mm-hmm. I think they could beat the Seahawks. I think they can sweep the Seahawks. <laughs> Seahawks, I don't know what happened to the Seahawks. I mean, because Russell Wilson can't do it by himself forever. No. Like, he can't. Yeah. So I feel like if the Seahawks go back to the the Russell Wilson running around, doing everything for them, they'll be in the same spot last year and missing the playoffs. Yep. And I think 49ers will take that spot, I think. Mm-hmm. so. Okay, so guys, we'll do – how about – before the Super Bowl prediction, we'll do AFC Championship prediction and then NFC Championship prediction. And then we'll, okay. go, and then we'll go Super Bowl prediction. Okay, so guys, real quick, round the table. 
NFC NFC Championship. Which two teams? Oh, um, I gotta do Rams and oh gosh, I don't know Rams and. I don't know. Rams and who? Rams and Eagles. Yeah. Do you, are, you yeah. Try, are you trying not to be biased? I'm trying not to be. Yeah. I'm trying to be realistic. That's, no, that's but fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate I'll that. say Rams and Redskins. Wow. Because I don't, you know, I I praise the Eagles a lot. They do have a really good setup this year. But I don't know. Something something about, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like something's going to happen. I don't know. But I'll say I'll say Rams and Redskins. The goat's going to suck? Two years no, in... no. <laughs> it's like, no, how dare That's you? That's never, never an occurrence. Two but... years in a row is really tough unless you're the Patriots. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's The I NFC think is only... always like in flux. You never see the same teams in the playoffs every single year. Yeah. Whereas the AFC, you see like the same four teams in the playoffs every single year. And it's yeah. annoying. Um, okay, so NFC Championship, Tom, who is it? I've got the Saints over the Eagles. That so you say, you say, you say Saints play. going back to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think I like so. It. I like it. Uh, Matt? I'm going to flip-flop, Tom. I think it's going to be the Eagles over the Saints Ooh, in that game. Okay. You're my best friend. <laughs> I think wholeheartedly that the NFC Championship will be... Eagles and Chargers. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> why do you say these things? Why do you, why do, you do this? Chargers get bought by another team, rebranded. <laughs> <laughs> They're the Los Angeles Chokers now. Yeah. Um, oh. Okay. Um, I wholeheartedly believe that it will be the Eagles and 49ers over the 49ers. Yeah. Wow. Eagles uh-huh. over the 49ers. The, the 49ers like will, will put up a feel good fight, and it will be a close game. But the Eagles will feel so feel so appreciated. See, feel I, so. I have that in. I don't I guess like you. It'd be in my my NFC semifinals. Yeah, that's I have the Eagles over the 49ers and then the Saints over the Vikings. Yeah. Mm. So okay, quick AFC Championship, Matt. Who is in the AFC Championship for you? Well, the the bias is strong. The bias is strong. Yeah. We're gonna go with yeah. Patriots over the Texans. Ah. Uh, mm. Um. Okay. I I I think the Texans they're gonna stay healthy by God's grace and make it to the AFC championship <laughs> game. And then um, they just won't have enough because Deshaun Watson's in his second year. As <laughs> if you're being realistic. I appreciate it. That's all right. All right, Tom, AFC championship. Oh, Who do you got? So I am actually flip-flopping him on this one too. <laughs> Texans, Texans over, over Patriots. Patriots. We're going to see <laughs> the Texans and the Saints. Texans and the Saints. Wow. That's interesting. What about you, David? AFC I want to see the Jaguars beat the damn Patriots. I do too. I want. I, do too. I want the no. fairest game because that I can't. I can't sleep at night after that game. I was like, you had it. You had it. What was wrong with you? Well, the Patriots paid oh, the refs more. I know. I know. I want to see that. I want it. I want sweet revenge. The Eagles got sweet revenge after 2005. We beat them in the Super Bowl. You I want to see ja- the you Jaguars. Don't want, you don't want the Jags to wait that long? No. No. I want, the, in all honesty, I'd love the, a Super Bowl Eagles-Jags. That'd be awesome. Oh. In my opinion. I wanted to see, Underdog I wanted Central. To see, I wanted to see Vikings-Jags last yeah, year. That, that was cool, awesome. too. Awesome. Home game for Vikings? Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would have been amazing. Um, but we didn't get that. Uh, yeah, I so wonder sad. why. If only uh, a certain uh, team didn't cream them 
Yeah, and then you got you douchebags did the skull thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, in I front know. of them, that was so. And that mean. poor old lady, I forgot her name, but we were saying like f her on her way into the stadium. I was like, I don't represent this. It's like, but that's it's, not me. It's not right. me. That is my team. Though. I understand <laughs> that, but. Oh gosh. That's what I think. I think Jags have a have a setup. They can get there. They can beat the uh, Patriots. Yeah. I my AFC championship. I think. <laughs> don't you dare! Oh no! No! Don't do it! Bears, Evan. Bears Browns. Think. Bears aren't in the AFC. <laughs> think before you speak. I'm gonna keep using this joke. I I I say. <laughs> gonna do it he's gonna gonna say like i'm gonna say patriots titans (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to see that that would have been cool but no patriots browns patriots browns wow someone needs to test the water this man is drinking and we will see come on browns from 016 we will see the eagles versus the browns in the super bowl next year the, all right, so it's it's uh, it's officially recorded. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the stupidest statement I've ever heard in history. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. No, that is. I'm you sorry. You thought my Bears joke was obscene, but no, oh, the Browns go oh, to the Super Bowl. Oh, it's sixteen. To the Super Bowl. Oh, they're not going to be like undefeated or anything. They're going to go like ten and six. Evan. <laughs> Evan. It's a scrape. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Drive out to Vegas tomorrow. Put money on this. All you gotta do is put like ten bucks down, yeah. and you'll be set. Yeah. Yeah. I, Man. I'm like, but this why might, though? This might, this might be because I'm a huge Tyra Taylor fan, and I really want to succeed. Might it's like, dude, I can see your yeah. boner from here. Right, it's like you're wearing his outfit. It's signed too, and it looks like forced. <laughs> like you're sponsored by him. Yeah. <laughs> You have uh, contacts no. that have his name in the iris. <laughs> it's just like, is it, what is... See, the thing is the David, I have hope. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, man. I, no, I have faith in Tyrod. I think he could do it. Cause he, I mean, he got the bills. He got the bills of the playoffs. He broke, their, he broke their drought. I think that Tyrod could really be the guy to... As long, as the Browns don't take a quarterback in the first round of the, <laughs> the Do you draft. hear the words coming out of your mouth? It will be yeah. true. They're going to take quarterback. Yeah. No. They're going to take two quarterbacks. Oh. <laughs> they take they take <laughs> all of their picks are quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> they can't miss now if they take all of them. Yeah. They're going to have like they're going to get rid of like <laughs> their outside tackles just have three quarterbacks. <laughs> they're going to do some wacky reverse play every single play of the game. It's just oh like pass God. it to him, pass it to him. Lateral touchdown, thirteen I, and six. You no. guys laugh, but I, I think I think the Browns have 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 the ability to really contend this year in the in the in the season. And yeah. I think I think if they make playoffs, look out. I think they can make a run. And I think I think the Patriots will underestimate them. They'll think, eh, whatever. And then they'll like have the Eagles. And then they'll. Oh, it's the Eagles. Okay, so Super Bowl prediction. Oh, man, okay. I was gonna say for me, I think I think the Eagles will still win the Super Bowl if the Browns make it, but it, it'll be close. It'll be close. Now see if I leave the room. So Eagles repeat. <laughs> Eagles, Eagles, repeat. Eagles repeat. I think Eagles repeat because I don't think anyone in the NFC 
like kind of like what David was saying. Look at like, setup. Is, isn't isn't as well built as the Eagles are right now. They're they're built to Look win. Look at our setup, for, for, man. <laughs> we set Do you one. see this lineup we've got? Yeah, I see it, and that's why I think you guys. I think uh, you guys have a good chance to repeat. I think you guys do. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. But good golly gee, you guys really rode me on that one. That now, was... <laughs> now who is the now who is the league bottoms? Oh, league bottoms. Let's oh. just say let's go. Who, okay, for it. who has the first round pick next year? Who has the first round pick next who, year? Who gets the first round pick next year? Who has the worst record after I'll the see, after I'll the, the Bears? One pick? Who has overall. the who has the number one overall pick? Bears in 2019. The Bears really? I'm gonna say the Bears. Wow. I think they're gonna blow this whole like year. They're gonna like pull a Browns. I hate to say it. your Browns are gonna like if you're hoping the Browns like go to the Super Bowl. I'm gonna say the Bears are gonna be like the Browns status this year. Oh, I think, I think Browns or Dolphins. That's what I'm saying. I think the Bucks will go oh, really? 16. Wow. I don't think they'll win Winless. a single game. Wow. I don't think they'll win. A really, game. I didn't like Jameis Winston when he was coming out of college. I, I, I really, I, I still don't nah. like him. I think I don't think he's the guy for them. But, I but I, if not zero and sixteen, they'll go like three and thirteen or something. Yeah, well, he, they're not going to win much. I'm saying the Jets screwed up again. <laughs> That's like the sky being blue at this point. I mean, <laughs> water's wet. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Prediction. That's what I've got. I've got the Jets being the worst team. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Bucks will be the worst team next year. I think they'll have the number one overall pick in 2019. Mine, I, mine's is gonna be like Bears or Dolphins. I don't know. I don't think that either of those have anything going for them yeah. at this point. I don't. I think the I, I think the Bucks have just been going like in circles. I mean, they've they've kind of been decreasing like slowly but surely. Like they yeah. they had, they had yeah. a moment when they drafted Winston where they're just kind of going up like this, and then like it's starting to go back down. And I think. 2018 will be the year where it just goes it's just rock bottom. See, see, they drafted Winston and started going up. Then they drafted the kicker. <laughs> and that was in the same year, wasn't then it? Then it just went down. Yeah, That was in the same draft. The, the, the very next round, they yeah. took they took him. Was, oh, the only reason I'm not saying the Chargers is because they actually have like an offense <laughs> as opposed you know, to the other spe- teams. Speaking on of our... the Chargers and crappy second round kickers, you guys know he's, they signed him, right? No. The Chargers signed Roberto Aguayo. No. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Why, though? Why? Because apparently 60% field goal percentage is better than <laughs> zero. <laughs> uh, to be fair, he is right. Uh, they, they just got someone who can kick. As far as I know, Nick Novak is still alive, who would be better than uh, <laughs> either Young Hoku or Oh, gosh, that, that experiment was terrible. Um, yeah, so... Oh, Lord. That's my that's my prediction. I think, I, yeah, that's good. You guys can hate on me all you want. MVP of twenty nine. Ooh, was the 2018. MVP twenty eighteen? Twenty eighteen MVP. Wait, this Ooh. no, this season stretches into nineteen, right? So it will be technically twenty nineteen. Well, it's the, the two thousand eighteen season. It, it starts in two thousand eighteen, so that's why. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, right. so two thousand eighteen MVP. Ooh, good question. Oh, I'm gonna say Zach Ertz. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm I'm being completely biased. I was gonna say, are you freaking kidding me? Hey, he was he was yeah, the, he was good, he was but good. not MVP good. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say, what about the guy throwing him the ball? Because he was an MVP candidate before no, he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. No, they they're. I mean, Wentz was and still and he carried the team up until that that game, Rams. Um, I'm gonna say Baker Mayfield. 
Please. Oh, I do God. Have a, I'm sorry. I don't, like. I do have a, if, he gets, if he gets drafted by a team who has a quarterback, he's not going to play. No, you're right. He's not. Years. I do have a pro Baker Mayfield rant, though. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, we can get to that. I think, my M- sometimes you want me to. I think my MVP, I think it's got to be – I don't want to pick the Eagles because it's just consistent an, and biased. An Eagle player? Yeah. <laughs> I if ah, Let's see. If So let's say, hypothetically, we have a Jaguars-Eagles Super Bowl. Right. That won't happen, but hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically speaking. Yeah. Um no. In the hypothetical <laughs> game where the Eagles were facing and the Eagles would hypothetically We're not talking lose. about Super Bowl MVP. We're talking about overall MVP. Season MVP. Oh, well then it, it's got to be it's got to be Wentz. Got to be Wentz. It's got to be Wentz. All right. But if Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. We're not talking about that. Okay. Well, then overall it's got to be Wentz. It's for in 2018 season MVP for me. I want it to be a running back because I don't feel like a running back has has wanted it enough. Hmm. League's moving away. We've already think, moved okay. away from like single back. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay on the wagon. Um, <clears throat> I think, I think that. Don't you dare! Running back from the Cleveland Browns, Saquon <laughs> Barkley wins oh. the MVP. Of course it is. <laughs> I knew it. And yeah. and rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, all the, all that stuff. He. Defensive player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> he plays all the positions. Yeah, yeah. he's the best player. No, <clears throat> Maybe Jabril year. Peppers will get that for the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, Bradley Chubb wins defensive player of the year from the, <laughs> from the Browns. Uh, well, no, okay, so I think, yeah, I think, okay. I, I think, I think Saquon Barkley could run. For, for, You're for, even having trouble saying it. Well, How no, can you I'm, believe it? I, I'm worried. I'm worried about saying it because I'm worried about what you guys will think. Because <laughs> you already I, know I, what we think. I've been getting really, judgment. I've judgment. been getting really. I've been the getting, truth. No. I, I've been getting really negative responses so far <laughs> <laughs> for my thoughts. Um, I really think that Saquon Barkley, if they if the Browns take him, they should. If they don't, if they don't get him. A draft stupid. for the league MVP. That'd be impressive. Um, That'd yeah. be a career, a career great start yeah i think that he has the potential to in his first year rush for 2,000 yards at least close to it wow i think i I think he could i think he could at least for a thousand yards and like does he have like is he using a hoverboard or (laughs) what is this is he gonna stay healthy yeah i think he can well, the thing is, I don't think the production will be quite there in year one. I think you're going to see incredible flashes where you're going to be like, whoa, what the mm-hmm. crap? But mm-hmm. in his senior season at Penn State, the production was up and up and down even then. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think he's going to burst out of the gates with 2,000 yards. But 2,000 yards at some point, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I think, I th- I think he'll be the league-leading rusher. I think he will. Oh, really? I think he could be in his mm-hmm. first year. The last the last two years, rookies have been league leading rushers. Yeah. So I don't I don't see the reason why the trend should break. We have a great running back coming out of the draft. So mm. yeah. Um, for my MVP, I've got Deshaun Watson. Ooh. Um, okay. I've got the tech. I got the Texans beating the Saints in the Super Bowl. So he's gonna have a good year and bring <laughs> another championship to Houston. How many? Yeah. How many? How many? How many touchdown catches does uh, um, does Watt have? <laughs> I'm gonna go. Let's go five. You go. He gets five. Five during the season. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Shoot, if he gets five touchdown catches, he's gonna be MVP. <laughs> Dude, yeah. JJ Watt needs to win MVP. Yeah. He, he got snubbed that one. I would he did. Totally yeah. Go for co MVP between both of them. That would that would be an amazing Texans sweep co MVPs. <laughs> um, I 
I really also think that Deshaun Watson's got a great chance, and I feel a little justified in saying that because a non-Texans fan has said it already. <laughs> um, so now you don't feel like it's bias. Yeah, it's well, it is definitely bias. There's, I, I, I acknowledge fully my biases, yeah. but I do think that he is – He's got the potential because they're also retooling the entire offense around him this offseason. So I think that he really does have a chance to win MVP. Man, I think we I think we touched on a lot today. I think oh, we've, a we've lot. definitely <laughs> we've ragged on me enough. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think what we've we learned do, today is love the Eagles will win the next three Super Bowls. And uh, I don't we'll agree with that. <laughs> I don't think I, I I think they have a chance to repeat, but three in a row. Mm, I don't know about that one. Um, yeah. Okay. We. <laughs> yeah, we've been wow. going for, we've been going for a while. Oh man, um, editing this editing this will be fun. Oh um, yeah, uh, might want to do two parts. Uh, we could. Yeah. yeah, this has been fun, guys. Yeah. And uh, thank you guys, thank you Matt and Tom for coming on. I really yeah. appreciate you guys coming on and just sharing your thoughts. Thanks for having me and just talking sports and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you guys again for listening, and yeah. we will catch you guys next time on Nerdin' Out. Bye-bye. Later. So, I mean, you guys all know that I'm heavily biased. Because I went to OU, but that's not the only reason that I think that he's my guy mm. in this year's draft class. He is short, right? He's six feet tall, even. Colin Coward keeps saying he's five eleven. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> um, but from a production standpoint, he's separated himself from everybody else in this draft class, and it's not even close. In 2016, he broke the NCAA single season record for pass efficiency. Do you guys know whose record he broke? No. Russell Wilson. Mm. Yeah, and then this past season he broke his own record in pass wow. efficiency. According to Pro Football Focus, this past season he posted the highest passer rating among the draft class in almost every single category. Uh, he had the highest passer rating under pressure, the highest passer rating from a clean pocket, highest on play action throws, highest on straight dropbacks, highest on NFL level throws, highest on intermediate range throws, highest percentage of catchable balls thrown. Highest in Pro Football Focus's new metric of ball location, which is you know high level precision of where the ball is, and I could keep going, but get this: this is this is what did it for me. His passer rating under pressure was better than Rosen's, Darnold's, or Allen's from a clean pocket. Mm. So his passer rating when he was running for his life is better than their passer rating when they had ideal conditions. And so he's done everything wow. that he could possibly do to show that he's the best, at least at the collegiate level. So you can say, well, you know, he played against Big 12 defenses. That's the one big argument, right? And I don't deny that. The defenses are trash. But I also say go ask Ohio State's defense how they think about it. Go ask Denzel Ward. Go ask Sam Hubbard. Go ask Auburn how they felt about it when he beat them in the Sugar Bowl the previous year. Or Georgia, who OU scored 48 points on, which should be enough to win you a football game, but OU's defense is trash. <laughs> um, TCU, they, they played in the Big 12, but they did have one of the best defenses in the country this past year. And so OU played them twice. In the first meeting, OU scored 38 points on them in the first half. And then in the rematch, they scored 41 in that game. So Baker did just what you would expect an elite prospect to do against bad competition, right? 
So what's what's Josh Allen's excuse for not being able to hit the broadside of the barn? You know, he plays mm. in the Mountain West, which has a couple good defenses, SDSU, Boise State. But, I mean, UNLV, New Mexico, Nevada, come on, right? Yeah. So now the one knock on him is his height, right? He's not prototypical. But what's the reason you want height? You want to see over the O-line, right? Uh, you want to avoid having balls batted down at the line of scrimmage. But Baker had fewer balls batted down than either Darnold or Rosen this past year. Both guys with prototypical size. So he can find that throwing lane. Not a super big deal for him. Uh, the pro football focus guys, Steve Palazzolo and Sam Monson, who's got a wonderful Irish accent. I love mm. it. It's great. But they all said that if he were 6'3", he'd be everybody's number one. Like, hands down. It's just those three inches that he doesn't have. But the NFL is enamored with height. And I think we really need to be wary of doubting Baker Mayfield because he's disproven doubters at every level. At Lake Travis High School in Austin, um, by the way, take that, Texas. We got a guy from your backyard and beat you. Um, Uh. He began his junior season on the bench. But the guy in front of him got hurt, and Baker destroyed the competition and led his team to a state title. He threw 67 touchdowns and eight picks in his high school career. But his best offer coming out of high school was Washington State. And so he thought he could do better. So he walked on at Texas Tech and became the starter as a true freshman walk-on, which is the first time that has ever happened in a Power 5 conference. So after the 2013 season, he transferred to OU, which was his dream school. And you have to remember that OU wasn't looking for a quarterback at the time. Trevor Knight had just destroyed Alabama in the Sugar Bowl through four touchdowns, 350 yards. Now, the, the Sooners felt like they were set. And so what did Baker do? He walked on. And he took the job from Trevor Knight. He started the 2015 season. So in three years, he led OU to two playoff appearances, won three Big 12 titles, set the Big 12 career touchdown record, and became the first walk-on to ever win a Heisman Trophy. So to anybody who doesn't like him, and I'm looking at you, Colin Coward, I hope that somehow you find a way to listen to this. I don't know how you do that, but I hope you do. But I'm looking to g- for you to give me a legitimate reason based on evidence and not just your gut feeling Give me a legitimate reason to doubt him, and I don't think you can. Wow. So you like him a lot, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess so. 